In the words of Nick Sirianni, this will be the greatest Friday show I've ever done. And welcome aboard. Please, on the greatest show that we've ever done, click the like button. Thank you very much. I can promise you this. We will not do any better of a show or have done any better of a show. Friday show. I don't, whatever you want to put that distinction on. You could never put another Friday show up next to what we're going to do today. Since I've been on Jacob, this is the best. <laughs> hey, you know, hey, I got to start it out somewhere. You know where I'm going now with it, right? By the way, final exhibition football and camp is over. So wait a minute. July 26, camp started. 70% of camp has been in helmets and shorts, very limited in full gear. And now they break camp. Okay, we're ready. Holy cow. That's the fastest training camp I've ever seen. The Eagles break camp, baby. Unbelievable. I mean, how are you prepared for an upcoming season? This goes across the board, not just the Philadelphia Eagles story here. How are you thinking that your football team has done enough work to give even the fans good football in the first quarter poll of the season? I mean, it's going to be like extended preseason football games at the beginning. It, it, hey, I get it. Dan, oh, man, get off the front lawn, dog. Because of these new analytics and young guys like Xander. Hey, putting all the numbers together. Sills, you're back in the old school way of doing things. We don't do those things, even though Tom Brady's playing the final exhibition game of the year. Okay. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, baby. Camp is broke. Happy Friday to everyone. Welcome aboard here. May I please ask this question? Can I please ask this question? Okay. How much do you really think that Jalen Hurts has improved since January? How much? Uh, and in and, and, and your birds blinders, that's what I'm going to start calling them. Birds blinders and the legendary coach Klein Sirianni. Okay, please tell me, how much do you really think he's improved since January? He's added 10 pounds of muscle. Okay. The ball spins different. You think Jalen Hurts is any better of a leader today than he was in January? Marginal. Just because he's been here longer. He's twice as good. <laughs> he's twice as good. Ryan, he's twice as good since January. 10 to 15% better. I might buy that. I need large amounts of alcohol to answer that question. <laughs> Paul, that's a very good 40 million times. <laughs> this is my crew. You guys are the greatest football people on the planet. Okay, that 40 million times better, Big Sills. 
I need to get my glasses, man. Because Flex, man, he's a superstar. Is the goal to win games and sell tickets? Hey, I've already been told, Flex, take that back and put it in your wallet. The Eagles don't need to sell tickets. I had my shit shut down on that one. Or win Super Bowl because Smith win you games, Mahomes wins you Super Bowls. You cannot waste this core. Agreed. He's always been a leader. He finally has some coaching. Or same coaching. Yeah, but he's got the lesser of the coaching. Do you realize something, Ryan? That Jalen Hurts probably is around his worst coaching staff of any coaching staff he's ever been around as a football player. From his dad to his college days to Philly, Josh Allen has gotten better coaching. Jalen Hurts has gotten more inexperienced coaching. Okay, am I wrong? This guy had Steve Sarkeesian and Nick Saban and Lincoln Riley and Doug Peterson. Now he's got Nick Sirianni, Coach Klein. Greatest practice player I've ever seen. I've never seen a guy in practice, and since I've been here, ever in a million years, seen a better practice than that guy yesterday. It was unbelievable. <laughs> I was like, okay. What up, GG? 25% based mostly on his improved confidence level. Okay. He'll make it to 4,000 passing, I believe. This guy's improved a lot, man. So you guys really believe. Well, let me ask you this. How much has Patrick Mahomes improved since January? How much do you think a guy like that's improved? Or what? You think there's a lesser ceiling for Patrick Mahomes than for Jalen Hurts? How much do you think Mahomes and Josh Allen have gotten better? What would you think? 2%? He sat on the bench for one year and came in and ready-made superstar. Yeah! He's a ready-made superstar. That's Xander, man. Yeah! A year older. Nah, seriously, he cannot be carried this year. He has to be the reason we win games or else we need a quarterback. Flex, you're right. He was carried across the finish line last year. Flex, you're right. Jalen Hurts is a caboose. By the way, I'm going to get to what I want to see offensively and defensively. You know, as long as the game's going on with the Dolphins tomorrow, I'll get to that here in a minute. But I just was curious. and I wanted, I, I wanted to see how, how much you thought he really improved. Mahomes has peaked and leveled out. <laughs> really? Mahomes has peaked and leveled out. Brady, over his 21 years, never got any better. He just peaked, like, back in the 2005 year. And I was just Brady for the rest of the way. Oh, okay. Another Hurts bashing season. No, Anthony. If you tell me he's improved 100%, I'll go with it. How much, Anthony, do you think Jalen Hurts has improved since that ass kicking in January? Well. He's now in the system for another year. <laughs> what does it matter? Well, it's the same coaching staff. What does it matter? What does it matter? It was two different teams last year. 
the two and five team and the team that ran the ball in the second half. There were two different teams. They were kind of two different systems. I rewatched that ass kicking last night, man. That was ugly, dude. <laughs> hey, I watched that. Xander, you and I think a lot because yesterday afternoon after the show, I watched the Bucks game. And this is where this topic came from. The Eagles were never in that ball game. But now all of a sudden, the addition of A.J. Brown, how much better has Jalen improved during this? Hey, better yet, grade me the training camp that Jalen Hurts has had this year. Oh, and I want to give you what Cam Hayward said about those dual practices. The legendary Pittsburgh Steeler All-Pro defensive tackle. I want to tell. I'll, I'll tell you what he said here in a minute. Okay. No, no, no. Hey, Swartz, I get it. You're right. It'll matter September 11th. I'm just having a conversation. Gee, man, I'm just having a conversation here. You know, on August 26th, how much do you think he's improved since that ass beating against the Bucks? Brown adds. Brown adds 20 percent. I didn't ask you about A.J. Brown. I asked you, how much do you think he's improved? And you think that guy's improved. So that means Tua Tugaviola's improved 25% or 20% too, right? Because of the addition of Tyree Kill. So Derek Carr's improved 20% because of the addition of Devontae Adams. Is that how your logic is? And Aaron Rodgers has gotten 25% worse since Devontae Adams left Green Bay. Is that right? Is that how you look at that? So Aaron Rodgers, the two-time and four-time NFL MVP, is 25% worse today than he was last year because of the loss of Devontae Adams. Do you really believe that? 25%. Why can't Hurts? Hurts what? No, I so, Jones, you think Aaron Rodgers is 20% worse? A-Rod is 25%. <laughs> oh, my God. Really? So you don't think they win 13 ballgames in that shitty NFC North outside of Minnesota? Really? And in a weak-ass NFC. And that guy's a first ballot guy, and he's the reigning MVP. Oh, twice in a row. He's 25% worse. Wow. So Jalen got 25. But well, it's pretty close then. Hey, who would you pick? Who would you pick to be on your team? Aaron Rodgers or Jalen Hurts? Hey, that's pretty close. According to Eagle fan, hey, it's close. Let me tell you this. Sills, that conversation now, Aaron Rodgers quarterbacking the Eagles is pretty close now. Really? Okay, I see. So if AJ goes out, Jalen's 25% worse again, and he's back where he was a year ago, right? That's your logic when you're talking about another player. Hurts all day. There you go, Ryan. Ryan wants Jalen Hurts over Aaron Rodgers as a starting quarterback. That's the kind of Eagle fan I like here, man. Right there, baby. You stick to it, Ryan. <laughs> hey, you get it going. Yeah, I don't. Hey, Vic Fangio. As far as I'm concerned, I'm going with Hollis Thomas. <laughs> He's a consultant. I don't care. I'm going with it. 
Come on, Sills. Aaron has less than his weapons. Hurts, baby. Okay, so you got Aaron Rodgers not being a starting quarterback in Philly, and you take um, Jalen over him. Reds goes, hey, Hurts is trash. He ain't trash, dog. I asked just – you got – everyone thinks he's improved 20%. 20%. 42-4300 passing yards and 33 touchdowns. You're going to add to that this year? Really, God, are you guys in for a gigantic splashdown when it comes to those numbers? He will be nowhere near that. Dude, if you get a 5% increase and an improvement, you'll be lucky. 5% could be the difference between the Cowboys and the Eagles winning the NFC East. You don't see these gigantic leaps like that. It doesn't work, especially with a limited passer. So you think he's improved 25% since January, eight months ago. My God almighty, man. Yeah, that's it. Oh, man, this is going to be a fun football season. You bet it is, man. Damn, people predicting NFC Championship game, Bucks and Eagles. I'm going to tell you guys something. I think the Bucks are going to have to worry about the Saints. I'm not as high in the Bucks. Oh, I've revamped my top 32 NFL quarterbacks. We have that to come. <laughs> I, I've updated my, because Brady's back, I've updated it. We'll get to that soon. Okay? I'm not as high in the Bucks. That offensive line is in shambles right now. I don't know, man. Hey, you want to hear something? Buccaneers versus Eagles in a regular game or an NFC championship game with the current shape of the Buccaneers offensive line? That game is awful close. That game's awful close, man. Because I think they can get pressure on Brady, man. I think that team, dude, if you can't protect that guy and keep his back clean, Brady's not a guy that's going to move around a lot. You know where he is. But then again, you have the greatness of Jonathan Gannon. I'm sure he'll bring pressure. <laughs> you know? Dude, can you imagine this? If three of the five offensive linemen for the Buccaneers are out, and Gannon doesn't bring any pressure against the Bucs, you should fire him at halftime. I'd look over at him and go, I'm, as Nick Sirianni, I'd go, I'm, I'm going to be calling the defensive plays. And I'm not – we'll do what they're doing in New England. <laughs> I'm going to start calling the defensive plays because, dude, that you can't, you can't just dismiss three guys gone in the Buccaneer O line and go, well, the Bucks are going to be right there. Okay, I like Hurts, but I love my team more with the offensive talent we have. You just can't be average. You have to raise your play to another level. Flex, you're dead on. You're dead on. Okay, let me ask you guys this. How good would the Eagles be if the Eagles lost Lane Johnson, Jordan Mulata, and Jason Kelsey? How good do you think the team would be? Because I'm going to compare it to the Bucks. Bucks lose their center. They lose a guard, and they lose a tackle. Okay? How, how good do you think the Eagles would be if they lost those premier players? 
Your best football players are in the Eagle O-line. Nowhere else. By the way, you want to hear something on A.J. Brown? Is A.J. Brown a better player than Lane Johnson? No. Is A.J. Brown a better player than Jordan Mulata? No. Is A.J. Brown a better player than Jason Kelsey? Maybe, because he's in his final year and he's on the 19th green. Maybe. Maybe. Your three best football players are in your O-line. Okay? This kid Dickerson's right there, too, in your top five. Okay? I mean, your best, your tight end might be actually graded higher than A.J. Brown as a player at his respected position. God is considered one of the top five players at tight end in the NFL in a very valuable position. A.J.'s not a top five wideout. So you got an O-line and you got tight ends. What I'm saying is this. If you lost those guys, would you be high on the Eagles if they lost three guys in their old line? I don't know. My pick might slide back to the to the Cowboys. I think that Buccaneer team losing all them dudes like Jensen and them guys, I think that's going to be – Jensen, get this, they're saying he may be lost for the year. You lose your starting center, you don't have a Cam Jurgens down there. Eagles are deep. You got a GT. Stoutland has created a monster. Like I said a couple days ago, dude's the gold standard. He's the gold standard in O-linemen. Like, you know that quarterback school that Peyton Manning has? Jeff Stoutland should have like an offensive line school in the offseason for young O-linemen in high school and college. And if I was an O-lineman, I'd go to it. I would go to it. And if I was a college, I would hire him as an advisor to come down and take a look at my guys, or I'd send tapes up to him to have him take a look at in the offseason. That's what I would look at him as. That guy could start a school, an offensive line school. And in today's NFL, with the lack of practice and all the stuff going on, that guy would be a billionaire if he did that. Uh, hey, Michael, I'm going to get to what I'm going to hopefully see tomorrow against the Dolphins. Your second team is spectacular. Your second team could start in New York with the Jets or Giants. I don't care. Pick one. <laughs> they both are sorry in the O-lines. Hey, no, Susan, agreed. Dallas, with that loss of that all-pro tackle they have, that's another three points for the Eagles. In my opinion, that's another three points. Okay. <laughs> Brian goes, you could start in New York. Hey, man, Barrett Brooks could totally start in New York. He gets off the boat, runs a couple laps, doesn't go to a couple of White Castles. Maybe he doesn't go to White Castle twice a week instead of four times a week. I think he'd start in New York. I do, man. Dude, Tyron Smith going down is a crippling loss to the Dallas Cowboys. Minshew has confidence that he could start in the NFL, trade him before Hurts gets offended. That's the current mentality of some Philly media and fans. It's insane. <laughs> hey, like, right, you know what? Gardner Minshew, man, he thinks he should be starting. He thinks he should be starting over me. Yeah. He hasn't done anything to prove that he shouldn't. Like, really, what, is, what has Jalen Hurts done? 
to prove that he's better than Gardner Minshew. You can say it. He just looks better. You kind of know. Oh, wait a minute. How old is Gardner Minshew? Is he 25 years old too? Well, now, is it the addition of A.J. Brown? Doesn't that make him 25% better too? Doesn't that make Gardner Minshew 25% better? I just want to use some of you guys' mentality here. I mean, geez, 25% increase and he'd be better? I mean, I don't know. Gardner Minshew's a better passer. There comes a time in the playoff where you got to make big throws. We've seen it time and time again with Jimmy G. That's why they moved on from him. Flex, thank you very much. Hey, by the way, did you see Trey Lance last night? I do not know. <laughs> Holy cow, boy. I'll tell you something, too, man. You see Kyle Shanahan come out? Eh, it's only exhibition football. You know, unlike Sirianni, greatest practice I've ever seen in my life by Jalen Hurts since I've been here. Even though the people in Miami and even the Philly media are going, what did he look at? That's not what we saw. And we didn't see that. This guy's throwing rainbows and butterflies at people. Hey, this guy was awesome. And then you got Kyle Shanahan yesterday doing this. Trey Lance looked like shit. Okay. And that's your final rehearsal for your upcoming season. And, and here, Kyle Shanahan's like, yeah, don't worry about it. We'll be all right. We're good. You better hope so, dude. You moved off a 38 and 16 dude who's been to two NFC championship games in three years. You better be right because your job's on the line. You and John Lynch. Your job's on the line. Not only did you get rid of Jimmy Garoppolo, but you got rid of draft choices to Miami. You got rid of your future because you think you have the future. You better be right. See, that's the thing here. There's no gamble for Howie Roseman with Jalen Hurts. There's no gamble. What's the gamble? They move on from a guy making 1.1? Oof. <laughs> wow, what a limb. <laughs> Dude, you move on from Trey Lance? Look at the decision that you had to make in San Francisco compared to what you had to make in Philly. And by the way, here, stroke of genius, stroke of genius alert, stroke of genius alert. He got a one for his mistake. It's almost like how he erased the Carson Wentz mistake. He did. Well, take it back. He did erase it. He got a one for it. Dude, I mean, right? You got a one back for the guy. Nobody gets look at look at look at the number one overall pick by the Browns. They got a six-rounder, and they got to pay $10 million of the $15 million or $18 million salaries making in Carolina. So get this. Are you ready for this? Opening week, when the Browns play the Panthers, and if the Panthers beat the Browns, how do you like this one, Xander? The Browns paid for the quarterback in Carolina to beat them. <laughs> so if Baker Mayfield wins that game in the open week against the Browns, the Browns were paying him to beat him. How'd you like to be that team? How'd you like to have to make that decision? There's no decision and no limb that Howie went out on. 
yeah, yeah, man, this is a big decision here about Jalen Hurts. Why, if you move off him, he's only 1-1 and he was a second rounder. It's not crippling like you have in Cleveland and you have in San Francisco. It's not that big of a move. If you move off of Jalen Hurts, the team's being built, like John McMullen said, for someone else anyway. There's no big gamble here. You guys are making it like, like, like Flex says. This is a roster comparable to the Niners. Comparable to the Niners. I would compare the Eagle roster to the Niners. I think that I think that 49er roster is a Super Bowl roster. I just think they're a quarterback short the same way they are in Philly. Here, like I said, if you could do this with these two teams, and tell me if you're in the same room with me here, right? If you put Mahomes in San Francisco, they'd win 17 games. If you put Mahomes in Philly, they'd win 17 games. If you put a true franchise quarterback in any of those cities, they'd be the favorites to win the Super Bowl. Well, I'd be right there with the Bills because the Bills have done it right. Okay? The Bills have done it right. All right, please hit the like button here. All right, let's get over to um, what I want to see against the Miami Dolphins. So far, we haven't heard anything about any kind of cancellations. Um, of the game because of the virus that's going around with the Miami Dolphins. So it looks like that game is going to be uh, still played on Saturdays or is it Saturday? It's Saturday. Um, so this is what I want to see. Let's start with the defense this time. Okay. Let's wait, hold on here. Ryan says I would only take Josh Allen. So you wouldn't take Joe Burrow. Ryan, you 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 would take Ryan, you would take Jalen Hurts over Joe Burrow. Is that right? Over Joe? <laughs> he took the Cincinnati Bengals to the Super Bowl and was a and, and, and was a quarter away from winning it. You would take Hurts over Burrow. <laughs> God bless you, man. God bless you. You must go to sleep at night. With like pajamas that got eagle birds on them. I got to give it to you. And by the way, there's nothing wrong with that. Okay. No, I like him. Joe Burrow. Okay, Ryan. Okay, I'm teasing you too, bro. Mahomes is overrated. <laughs> hey, Shotsky. Mahomes is overrated. How many AFC... Division titles have they won in a row? How many AFC conference title games have they been to in a row now? So is Andy Reid overrated too? Hurts put up an average passing numbers. With these wide receivers around him, we got to draft a quarterback. We can't waste this young core. We'll see, man. I don't believe he will. Xander thinks he's going to get 40 million, man. <laughs> Man, we have one Super Bowl in franchise history. Mahomes has won in four years. How many conference title games, too? Unlike McNabb, this guy actually crossed the finish line. Yeah. <laughs> Mahomes is overrated. 
Okay. Super Bowl MVP too, I think, right? Regular season MVP. Here, here, some Philly fans think Mahomes is overrated. He's won a Super Bowl. He's been to numerous conference championship games in a row. He's won numerous division titles. He's got a regular season and he's got a Super Bowl MVP, but he's overrated. Solid take. <laughs> That's a solid take. Solid. Okay. <laughs> Not me. I never said he's overrated. People talk like Josh, Josh Allen is better than him. I think people say that Josh Allen has got more talent than him. That says a lot. I actually think he's in that conversation too. The only thing Josh Allen hasn't done is put up the resume that Mahomes has put up. But I think he's going to. Okay? Again, potential. He's got to do it. Kind of like your boy. He's got to – hey, if I were Jalen, beat Dallas first. Then start talking about division titles too. So you're betting on potential over over results? Yeah, you know what? What I like to do – Xander, that's a good point. So, Sills, you talk about potential with Jalen. Yeah, but, you know, if I'm a betting man, if somebody gave me this hand, the Josh Allen hand, it's got Josh Allen's name right there on the hand, and this one's got Jalen Hurts' hand. The cards aren't turned over yet versus the house. I'm going to take the Josh Allen hand. I think my odds are pretty good on this one. I'll stick over here. Xander, you can have the uh, Jalen Hurts hand. I'll take the Josh Allen hand. Let me turn him over. Oh, Blackjack. <laughs> what, what, what did I turn over for, for Xander? A five and a seven? <laughs> a five and a seven. Okay. I'll take the, I'll take the Mahomes hand. I'm going to take that. I like that Josh Allen hand. But hey, that's a good – I love that game, actually. So if you have the Jalen Hurts hand and you have the Dak Prescott hand, what hand are you pulling? Who gives you a better – cards are down, face down. Eh, I'm going to take the Dak hand. <laughs> I can't put Allen over Mahomes. He's had two cracks at him and can't deliver. He played as good as he possibly could. Well, we'll see. We'll see. The face of the NFL and the face of the AFC is Mahomes, Burrow, and Allen. That's the face of the league. Brady and Rodgers, the face of the league. Okay. That's right. That's right, Mike. Hey, Jalen, beat Daniel Jones. <laughs> Oh, I got it. Hey, I got to get the camp's take on the organized press. Should I do that? Oh, yeah. Listen, let me. Okay. What I want to see. What I want to see. From the defense and the offense. By the way, I've got my revised 2022. Because somebody asked me. Sills, I'd like to see where you rank the quarterbacks in the league. Haven't had a list in a while. We're going to get to it. Absolutely, man. Yeah. This so far is the greatest show in the history of Big Sills since I've been on Jacob. I, I, I mean, this is the best. 
You guys have been the best. I don't know, man. There's something different about today. It's like incredible. I'm feeling energized. Maybe it's because I don't have my top button button today. And my dog ate it. Maybe that's it. The top button. Maybe that's it right there, right? You know, the top button there is off. A little more, you know, clear thinking. Hey, don't forget, my friends. Please hit the like button. And please do me a favor. If you're hurt or injured on the job, make sure you make that important phone call to my friends at Morgan and Morgan, where the fee is free. Meaning this, they do not get paid unless you get paid. That's right. If you're hurt or injured on the job, you're going to have to have someone represent you and your family to make sure, sure you and your family get the fair compensation that you deserve. For the people is not a slogan. This is who they are and what they do. They are there to protect you and your family's rights. With over 800 attorneys and offices in Philadelphia, New York, and in Florida, nobody protects people like Morgan & Morgan, and they will not be intimidated, ever. No such thing as a fender bender. Call them at 800-512-1600. That's 800-512-1600. The call is free. The consultation's free. 800-512-1600. Open 24-7, seven days a week. And when you call Morgan & Morgan, do me a favor. Tell them Dan Celio sent you. When choosing a lawyer for your injury case, you may ask, does the size of the law firm matter? Well, of course it does. The insurance company, they're huge with unlimited resources. And whether your case is big or small, they're built to bully you out of the money you're owed. But here's the good news. We're big too, the biggest actually. And we're built to fight to make them pay for all that was taken from you. Size is our strength. There's only one Morgan & Morgan. ForThePeople.com. your day with confidence definitely want to keep the umbrellas on hand and keep your family safe with action news and accuweather numerous tornadoes well over seven inches of rain your go-to team when severe weather strikes the water is still rising right now keeping you prepared wherever you watch on tv on 6abc.com and on our streaming apps. And that's when we go severe weather mode and on the air for you action news and accuweather the team you trust. At Stateside Vodka, every new customer gets the world's best rocks glass. Free. What's that? Uh, a rocks glass? You're telling me that bottle is cut in half? You could say that. Holy shit. And you're telling me I can get one of these glasses for free? That's right. One free rocks glass per customer with each first-time purchase of Stateside Vodka. So good, it just disappears. Go for the midnight tears. Go for the game. Go for the hits. Go for the fans. Go for the win. Go to Ocean Casino Resort. Book your trip at theoceanac.com.
field of life, First Trust Bank is there for you. Because Philadelphia dreams deserve a Philadelphia bank. National Football Show with your boy Big Sills. Please hit the like button. We appreciate everybody stepping in. We're going to have Lord Brunson with us today, either in the second or third or first. I, he's trying to find some time for us, too, so hopefully we're able to get him on today. So we'll be looking forward to that. Cam Hayward, the great defensive tackle for the Steelers. You know what he said about these joint practices? Here, let me get the quote here. Guys do things they would never do in games. Okay. Okay. Let me repeat that. Cam Hayward, who's one of the top defensive linemen in National Football League, thinks these joint practices are jokes. Guys do things they would never do in games when it comes to technique. It's almost like a fist fight. We barely get anything out of them. And this is what the Eagles are hanging their hopes on when they're talking to the media and you, telling you how great they did in these joint practices. And you got a bunch of players going like this. You don't really do any of that stuff in games. It doesn't go It's not how it works. That's why every time the Eagles get into a controlled environment, they're crowing about themselves. Then when they get in a game like the Browns, can't set the edges, get steamrolled. Half the team is well-coached. The other half is kind of well-coached. You can see the complete difference in the coaching staff and the philosophies. You see the difference between Jeff Stoutland and you see the difference in Jonathan Gannon. It was in that Browns game. We'll see it again. We'll see it again. On display this weekend against the Dolphins. It's what it is. Okay? We totally will. There's no doubt the difference in coaching and a coaching experience. It rears its head when you watch certain units of the teams with the, um, with the Eagles compared to other teams that have seasoned coaching staffs. Like, you don't ever really believe. Like, watch this. You would probably say that you would take the Eagles over the Patriots in a game. Would you? Hmm. Interesting. I don't know if I would do that. Bill Belichick out coaching you. By the way, that controlled team environment last year. Remember they said that they won it against the Patriots, the controlled environment. They got into the game and they ran them over. Coaching in the NFL matters. Coaching experience in the NFL matters. Okay. College, you could be a great recruiter. Nick Saban has to get on an airplane 
and travel to Los Angeles in the middle of the night to talk to a kid and to try to convince him to come to play in the SEC. That's where his long nights and days are. It's not breaking down Tennessee. It's not breaking down Georgia. His nights are flying to Minneapolis and recruiting a kid on Sunday at 1.30 in the afternoon. You know why Nick Saban is still winning games in college? Because Nick gets off his ass and recruits. That's why he still wins that way. And then he recruits the best college coaches or pro coaches that he can bring into his building. Saban's got the magic. Xander knows this as well as anybody. Saban wins with this. He recruits his ass off, and he recruits the best teachers. Jeff Stoutland came from Nick Saban. The Eagle coaching staff is not on the same page with the coaching staff that Nick Saban has. You think you have a better coaching staff? The head coach makes $12 million a year. You think you have a coach on that team that is in the category of any of those guys? So let me ask you this. So you think Shane Steichen's a better coordinator than Bill O'Brien? You may think he is, and you may have a different opinion of Bill O'Brien. Bill O'Brien's got a winning record as a head football coach in the NFL. Okay? He does. You could say he sucks. He did win games with guys like TJ Yates as his quarterback. He can coach. Almost every assistant coach Saban has had has gone on to be a pro coach or has gone on to be a head football coach somewhere making between six and eight million dollars a year. That's his Nick Saban's legacy is not only in the players that he puts into the NFL, but his legacy is also the coaches that he gets jobs for. Look at Kirby Smart. Kirby Smart just won the national title. Well, where do you think he cut his chops? He cut his chops from Saban. Jeff Stoutland, your best coach in your building is from that guy's coaching staff. And all of a sudden, like I said before, your boy is better than he was eight months ago. And you think he's 30% better, Jalen Hurts, than he was eight months ago because of the addition of A.J. Brown. That's a joke. You don't really believe that. You're hoping that. That might help you out on that. You're hoping that. And I feel you. I feel you. Be great for my show. I hope so, too. Dude, watch the film on the Lions' first team on all their preseason games. Their run defense is awful. Okay. I never told you they were going to win a boatload of games, GT. I said they're trying to do everything they can to change an attitude in a shitty building. If the season flops, Gannon will be canned. And Hertz will either be traded or a backup. Lori will give Nick a chance with a quarterback he handpicked. Then you're starting all over again? Yeah, I'm sure that's exactly what Howie wants to do. Is start all over again with a rookie quarterback. So you're going to put a rookie quarterback on that football team next year if Jalen fails? Why don't you do what the Rams do? Why don't you go get a veteran and win some ball games with them? That's what the Rams did. You guys are telling me about new school NFL. The Rams don't believe in draft choices. So you're going to sit around with a rookie guy who flops around next year and win 10, nine games again. And there you go once again with that roster 
What's the difference between wasting a roster with Jalen Hurts or going back into the draft next year? Still two years of wasted time. Why would you do that instead of going out and getting a veteran quarterback to bring into your building to try to win some games? You need a veteran quarterback at that helm, not a guy you're still talking about in 2022, whether he's the guy or not, and wishful thinking. Yeah, and Paulie Shore puts up stats that Cam Hayward laughs at, like I've been. Controlled scrimmages. <laughs> he goes, they're dumb. And he's, the, he's one of the top two DTs in the league. He says they're dumb. Nobody does. And it's like a hand fight. When I heard Cam say that, I thought they were. Because you stop practice and you coach. It's not really a game environment. It's more like an inside drill. Whatever. People really don't understand percentages. If Jalen is 15% better, correct, chalk it up sports. If Jalen Hurts is 15% better, you win the NFC Championship game. You ain't just in it. You win it. 25, 30%. If he's 25 or 30%, he's Patrick Mahomes. Then you're talking Josh Allen stuff. Then you're talking Joe Burrow stuff. If he's 30% better. Have you ever seen a quarterback 30% better from the year previous? Well, you know what I have. His name is Lamar, Lamar Jackson. I couldn't believe what I saw the next year. That was a, probably about a 25. To, no, man, that could have been 35% increase. I couldn't believe it. I could not believe how much he improved. His hard work and all that and his God gift. Remember, some this guy's a Heisman winner too, coming out of college. So he kind of plugged all that in. And I'm not suggesting that the Heisman Trophy winners are successful in the NFL. They're not. But at least here's one that is. This guy's a unanimous MVP. Okay, unanimous MVP and led the NFL in touchdown passes. We're not talking about a stiff here. Gannon will be fired week five. I don't know if that organization would go down because Howie hired him. Why would Howie keep Jalen Rager or Derek Barnett and fire Jonathan Gannon in week five, a guy he hired? He ain't doing that. They would wait or they would give him another responsibility in the building or on the defense because – there's, there's an opportunity for this guy. He interviewed last year for the Texans' job to be the head coach. Jonathan Gannon, outside of the building and outside of Philadelphia, is considered a hot, a hot candidate to be a head coach one day. They're not going to hurt that. They're not going to. Blowing him out like that, it's not going to happen. They'll come up with some weak-ass excuse to keep him on the team. History can repeat itself with Hurts. I'm not sure what you're talking there. Is it true Ryan missed a handful of games in 14 seasons? Are you talking Matt Ryan? Matt Ryan has had a lot of durability when he was down in Atlanta. Vic Fangio is around for a reason. Well, you know what, though? Christopher, I would say this to you, though. Just because he's around, that doesn't mean that he is sitting there putting his impression on a game plan. When you're a special advisor to a defensive coach or an offensive coach, what'll do, what they'll do is they'll look at game film in a separate room. And what that coach will do, he'll come to him once a week and he'll ask him what are his impressions of how he thinks that the defense is progressing. 
And what Vic will do is he'll say this, hey, I think you're doing really good here. And quite frankly, the, the job title for a special assistant is not to offer it up. You want to keep your job as a special assistant and being have, having influence in the building? You don't suggest things. You're not a coach. You're an advisor. So when the coach asks you, how do you think our defensive ends are setting the edge? He'll answer that. How do you think our corners are playing? He'll answer that. Don't offer anything up. That's the fastest way to get knocked out of the building because he doesn't want to hear that. He wants to know what your advice is, and he wants to know what you think we're doing here at the linebacker position. Answer that question. See, the biggest thing that people do is they open up their mouth and they talk too much. That's how you lose a job. And when you're in one of those special assistant jobs, an advisory job like Jim Schwartz is in Tennessee, Schwartz is there to offer up um, consultation to a guy like a guy like Mike Vrabel. Vrabel will go, what do you think of our edge rushers? Or what do you think of our defensive tackles, pressure inside? And they'll answer it. Don't offer up, well, this is what I would do. Nobody asks you that. You're not the D coordinator. You're not the D coordinator. So Vic's got to walk around a little bit on eggshells and on ice because you got to be cool about it because what you, it'll be perceived as he's the next guy in line to take his gig. You don't want that, man. Now, look, just like the quarterback, the D coordinator and the head coach, everybody's waiting for your job. There's, no, there's nothing wrong with that competition. Hey, Nick Sirianni's got to win ball games. Nick Sirianni wins nine ball games this year. I'll be looking at this going, you won nine ball games with here. You want to know where I'll go? You won nine ball games with that roster. You ain't the guy, dude. You ain't the guy, but they won't blame Sirianni because they like him. That's why they pulled him out of the play calling role because if Shane Steichen sucks, they'll fire him. See, they like Nick. Because Nick works with the analytics and with Howie. That's something Doug didn't do. He knows the politics of the building. Frank told him. That's why they, they moved him out of that coaching position on play calling for a reason. To save his ass. See, you cover your ass when you're not the play caller. Today's NFL, you don't want to be a play calling NFL head coach unless you're Andy Reid. Or you're Sean McVay. Where you have assets and you have built up equity in the room. Andy Reid being a play-calling head coach, uh, you know, I mean, all numerous championship games he was in with the Philadelphia Eagles, all the championship games he's been in with Kansas City Chiefs. You got autonomy, dude. You got equity on me. You're going to be the play-caller unless you don't want to anymore. And by the way, the guy, uh, Eric Bieniemy, is not the play-caller. Eric Bieniemy is not the play-caller. You know why Eric Bieniemy doesn't have a job? Eric Bieniemy doesn't have a job because of some of the sketchy past behavior that he's had, and he's not a play caller. Someone's going to have to take a leap of faith on him to be a head coach. His character, if you go back and look at all the, the run-ins that he's had with the police when he was younger, it's one of the reasons. People don't bring that up for some reason. Okay, NFL owners and NFL security know about this. And he's not the play caller in KC. I don't know why more, more football fans don't know this. Eric Bieniemy doesn't have a job because of past behavior. That's why. Andy Reid speaks for him. That's great. Patrick Mahomes speaks for him. That's fantastic. But you think you're going to convince a white owner? 
to hire something that has sketchy past in today's society, what we just went through with John Gruden's emails, no way, man. They don't want anything popping up on them with their head football coach. They got enough problems right now with, with impressions and such. Okay? I mean, you can, you can say whatever you want, but Eric Bieniemy doesn't play call in Kansas City. Okay? The 49ers general manager did make the Hall of Fame. John Lynch made it last year. Um, let's see here. Hey, Chris, I love Ray Horton. I love Ray Horton. Absolutely would be a phenomenal, phenomenal, phenomenal defensive coordinator in, in Philadelphia. Okay. Lucia says you've convinced me again in a safe for now, but if he doesn't blitz around 24 to 27%, Hey, Hey, listen again, with the style of Jonathan Gannon against the Buccaneers, Lucius, what would be the first thing you would do against Tom Brady if you had to play him week one? Say you're the Cowboys in week one, okay? The Bartolo's out of the game. What would you do, okay? What what would you do to – I'd blitz the shit out of Tom Brady right now. I'd test that old line out. I, I, I would bring as much heat as I possibly can, because what I'm not going to do is let Brady sit back there and pick me apart. I'm not. If I'm the Cowboys, I bring Michael Parsons. I mean, I ain't having Michael Parsons cover tight ends. I'm going to have that guy hit Brady in the back. Okay? I take Brian Flores. Dude, Brian Flores would be a great coordinator in Philly. He would be a great coordinator. Man, would I love to have Brian Flores as my defensive coordinator. Hey, man, you know what, too? You might want to make Raheem Morris assistant head football coach of the, um, of the Eagles so you don't want to make a lateral move because you can't make lateral moves in the NFL. Like, you can't coordinate, coordinate. You know what I'm saying? For you to be able to talk to somebody because the Rams could say no. So if you said you wanted to make Raheem Morris the assistant head football coach to Nick Sirianni and you bring him in and you make him the defensive coordinator, he's a Rams coordinator now, and I know Raheem very well. I love Raheem, and I hope he gets another shot at being an NFL head coach. He deserves it. It was way ahead of his time for him to get that. That's just Laurie's style. He's known for hiring coaches you don't see coming when he hired Doug and Andy. The media had a field day, and who are these guys? And he was right there. And he was right with those picks. Okay. I don't know if they were Howie picks. Okay. You see, that's the stuff you're going to have to watch for, Mike. Mike, you're going to have to watch and see if Gannon. I mean, look, okay. So somebody said that Sills, was it UGT that said that, hey, you see the run defense that the um, Lions had so far in the exhibition season? Why in the world would I throw the ball? I'm going to run the ball until you can't stop it. If Jalen Hurts had 15 passes, why would I care? But see, they care in Philly. Doug Peterson had to answer for it. Nick would have to answer for it because that's not what they want. For whatever reason, they want to have a shiny toy too in Philly that throws the ball 35, 40 times, puts up all those numbers for prop bets. I guess something's going to be coming down the pike 
in Philadelphia at the Lincoln Financial where you're going to be able to make proposition bets or something. I don't know because they don't like the style of play, and that's why they went out and spent $100 million on A.J. Brown. You don't spend $100 million on a wide receiver and then turn around and try to tell me you're going to have a $10 quarterback throwing the ball to him. Do you understand that's what you have? You went out and spent $100 million on a wideout. You got a $10 quarterback throwing in the ball. I mean, <laughs> okay. Trev, what's up, brother? Dude, Tua. Tua Tugaviola. You should see all them losers starting to tell me, oh, Tua's the guy. I'm like, okay, we'll see. We'll see. We could be good with Hurts throwing the ball 20 to 25 times. Yeah, but Taco, that's not today's NFL. You're not taking advantage of the rules. Today's rules are set up for passing. Like, watch this. Here. Let's do this for a second here. On jump balls right now, who gets the benefit of the doubt? Jalen Ramsey or the Eagles? Eagles are not getting the benefit of the doubt. There's not a referee in the NFL that thinks he's a good deep passer. He's not getting the benefit of that. Brady gets the benefit. Mahomes gets the benefit. Joe Burrow gets the benefit. That's today's NFL. Dude, if you're down by five or six with two minutes left in a game, you're never out of it. Hell, if you're down 10 with two minutes left, you're never out of it because of pass interference. Pass interference is the craziest equalizer I've ever seen in the league. It is almost like a rigged game now. You know, back in the day, you could play defense and you could be a cover guy, you could be a great cover guy, 10-point lead with two minutes left, you pretty much have the game wrapped up. Not today. Pass interference, it equalizes it for the offense. Shit, all you have to do, how many times have you seen quarterbacks throwing down the field and they get the benefit of the doubt? Kick a field goal, tie the game, go in overtime and win it. Okay? Oh, yeah, man, I love Donald. You make sure you tell my boy I said hi, man. He's a good people, man. I like him. Good people. Dude, Tua throws 70%. If he's not the guy, then Hurts isn't either. Okay. Who said I thought both of them were? <laughs> Who said I think both of them are? They'll go down to great. Mac Jones would be your greatest quarterback out of Alabama. Oh, wait. No, name it. I forgot. Right. We got to go there. Hey, like I said about the Jets, two most popular people. In Jets history, Namath and Fireman Ed. <laughs> I don't think Fireman Ed's around anymore, though. Namath this, he's still kicking. Fireman Ed. <laughs> oh, man. Dude, you could say Hertz was a little off at practice, and boom, you're the enemy of the state. Hertz was a little, who cares about practice? I want to see him win a ball game that matters this year. Okay, don't forget Ken Stabler. No, Ken Stabler, too, Hall of Fame guy, man. Absolutely. National champion coach, too, at Alabama. Both Stabler and Namath, national champions. I don't think – I'm not sure if Richard Todd won one. I'm not, I'm not sure if Todd Richard Todd won a national title with Coach Bryant. They had some pretty good quarterbacks, didn't they? It was like a little run they had going on. 
during the 60s. They got Namath and Stabler, and then Todd came like in the 70s, and then Todd went to the Jets. Uh, another Jet guy. To a seventh in the NFL in completion percentage. Hurts is 26, I'm just saying. That's why Tua had the job at Alabama, bro. He had the job at Alabama because he was more accurate. And that's always been a case on it. Seals, you think Kelsey's done after this year? I do. And I think Kelsey feels pretty good passing the baton to Cam Jurgens. I really do. I think they really love him. I do, too. I think the guy is spectacular here. I really do, man. Hey, so, again, um, I think maybe I got my time mixed up, Xander, because I know that he was doing some stuff. And I want to make sure um, that we are able to get Lord Brunson on. I think it's 530. I may be wrong, Xander. But it's, I think it's 5.30. Hertz was holding his own against Herbert. I can't lie. Chargers scored. Hertz came right back with a TD. Dude, you don't really flex. Justin Herbert, J Jalen Hertz. I did tell you 3.30. That's my mistake. So wait a minute. So I'm going to I'm gonna, I'm gonna pull the Xander game out on you before I take a timeout. You're, you're, you're in Atlantic City. You're at Oceans. You've got uh, two cards over here, and this is a Jalen Hurts pile. And this is the Justin Herbert pile. You got the house. You're taking the Jalen Hurts pile, thinking your odds are better with that or with the Justin Herbert. I'm going to take the Justin Herbert pile. I'm going to go with Justin Herbert. I think my odds are a little better over here. <laughs> on what an NFL quarterback looks like. Hit the like button. Now we're two. Keep it here on the National Football Show. your day with confidence definitely want to keep the umbrellas on hand and keep your family safe with action news and accuweather numerous tornadoes well over seven inches of rain your go-to team when severe weather strikes the water is still rising right now keeping you prepared wherever you watch on tv on 6abc.com and on our streaming apps. And that's when we go severe weather mode and on the air for you action news and accuweather the team you trust. At Stateside Vodka, every new customer gets the world's best rocks glass. Free. What's that? Uh, a rocks glass? You're telling me that bottle is cut in half? You could say that. Holy shit. And you're telling me I can get one of these glasses for free? That's right. One free rocks glass per customer with each first-time purchase of Stateside Vodka. So good, it just disappears. Go for the midnight dares. Go for the game. Go for the hits. Go for the fans. Go for the win. Go to Ocean Casino Resort. Book your trip at theoceanac.com.
field of life, First Trust Bank is there for you. Because Philadelphia dreams deserve a Philadelphia bank. To Big Sills National Football Show, and I got some really great news here for you. This is really great stuff here. Hold on here, man. This is really great stuff here. So, Xander, you're going to love this too. This is from the Gillette folks. Hey, Dan, can you please do me a favor and email Riley Massey, William Ketchum, and Sarah in our advertising office to see if there's a potential partnership for Gillette. Hey, Gillette? And they just started following Big Sills. I just tweeted at him. Let's partner up with Gillette. Gee, I'm, I shaved today. So Gillette's watching the show now. Hey, how you doing? It's got to be because I don't have the top button. And they must be Jalen Hurts fans. Hey, it could be Jalen Hurts fans. They could be Bama fans. Maybe they're Miami fans. I don't know. <laughs> Please, we need – okay, all right. Hey, well, Gillette just reached out to me there. Look at that, man. Look at this. It's pretty damn impressive. Right there, baby, Gillette. Come on, Big Sills. Let's see if we can partner up potential – Stay smooth, they said. How you doing? Stay smooth. Yeah. Yeah, shape up. I need to get in shape. How you doing? So once again, 25% increase with your boy. Love it. Fantastic. Oh, man. It's going to be a great year. I cannot wait. Hey, I promise you, top 32 NFL quarterbacks. Maybe I should do that now. And I should I do that now and do what I'm gonna because I want to I'll give you guys a little bit of what I want to see um in the game against the Dolphins over the weekend, offensively and defensively. All right. I think we will do that. Don't forget, Lord Brunson, watch this. I booked him and I forgot the time. I think he said 5.30. I told Xander 3.30, so this is on Big Sills today here, too, okay? Folks are too sensitive, Sills. <laughs> yeah, but not me. I'm never sensitive. Mm. I'm an even keel kind of guy, man, okay? An even keel kind of guy. I never get twisted. That's for other people, like Xander and them guys. Not me, man. Here we go, baby. The revised 
Top 32 NFL quarterbacks in the National Football League. Are you ready? The worst quarterback in the National Football League right now, in my opinion, is Drew Locke as a starter. What has Seattle done? So that's how Pete Carroll's going to end his coaching career in Seattle and in the NFL with Drew Locke. I mean, could you be more ill-prepared for your moving on from a Hall of Fame quarterback than this? This guy's terrible, man. Drew Locke has shown us nothing in Denver. And Pete is going to go into retirement. And you're going to look at Pete Carroll, and you know what you're going to say about him? A really good football coach. You know? And was carried by Russell Wilson. Number 31, I got the kid Mills with the Texans. I don't think he's horrible. I don't think he's horrible. I just don't know what they have around him right now. You know, I, I, I actually don't think David Mills is horrible. I think that he has some potential. And remember something. Even when I say this with Drew Locke, there's only 32 jobs like this in the world where you're a starting quarterback in the National Football League. So these are premium jobs, and he's one of the best players on the planet to be a starting quarterback. I like, actually, David Mills. I think David Mills is pretty good, man. The greatness of Daniel Jones sitting at number 30 with the Giants. He should probably be the worst. I think he stinks. I thought he stunk when he was at Duke. To me, he's Dave Brown 2.0. I mean, oh, I get it. Because he was coached by David Cutcliffe. Because that was Manning's coach at Tennessee. We're supposed to somehow play into that, that David Cutcliffe is his guru when it comes to quarterbacks. Like, who else is David Cutcliffe schooled when he was at Duke that went on to be a great quarterback at Duke? I'm trying to figure that out. Who T. Martin when he was at Tennessee? Tell me, help me. Help me. He's Schuler. Give me a guy that David Cutcliffe has coached outside of Peyton Manning, where you went, David Cutcliffe is a great quarterback guru. He's not. He had one guy. He had one dude. Zach Wilson, baby. Jets, 29. Another guy. He's got a pretty good arm. He's got a nice zip on the football, but it's the Jets. You don't really think the Jets are going to mature him and develop him into a starting quarterback where you go like this, he's a franchise. You don't really think that, right? The Jets have no coaching. The Jets, big, can, hey, can I tell you a secret about the Jets? You ready? It's not that they don't draft good players. They don't hire good coaches. One coach in 60-plus years has a winning record as a head coach, and it happens to be the Hall of Fame coach, Bill Parcells. And the only other coach they ever had that was good was Weeb Eubank. Do you know what Weeb Eubank's distinction was? He won a Super Bowl as a head coach in the AFL and in the NFL. Weeb Eubank is a world champion coach. He coached the Colts and he coached the Jets. 
that was world championship, not Super Bowl. So he's got world championship titles in the NFL and the AFL because he coached the Colts to the uh, 58 title. Those are the only two coaches that were worth the shit in New York. They don't hire good coaches. Why do you think Belichick said, no, I don't think so. And the Patriots had to give first-round draft choices up to um, to the uh, Jets for Belichick. Hey, I love Herman Edwards. He's my guy, too. But I don't know. He didn't have a 500 record in New York. They don't hire – hey, and by the way, you could hire a good head coach like Herm and not be given the opportunity to hire good assistant coaches. Buddy Ryan was on We Bank staff, um, that Jets staff. I believe Buddy was the D-line coach on that Jets team that beat the Colts in the third Super Bowl. I think Buddy was the D-line coach on that team. You imagine that, Buddy Ryan. So Buddy Ryan has a 1985 – Bears ring as the DC and he's got a Super Bowl ring from maybe the most famous Super Bowl of all time Super Bowl three you talk about coaching buddy Ryan's got some important championship rings man I wonder what means more to him that 85 Bears one or that 69 Jets one because no one gave the Jets a chance to win it and buddy was the D-line coach okay I think the coach Hey, Moose, I think the Jets coach sucks. He ain't showing me shit yet. Number 28, I got Justin Fields. I said he stunk when he was at Ohio State. Nothing's moved me off that. And another place where you go to die if you're a quarterback. The Bears, Chicago? Honestly, can you name me a quarterback they drafted that was worth a shit in the last 40 years? Who, McMahon? Okay. Who else? Rex Grossman? <laughs> give, give me a who, who give give me a guy. Who'd they have in there? Jay Cutler once? The Bears, hey, the Bears can they can draft linebackers and defensive football players, but they cannot draft quarterbacks. There's just some places that don't get a position right. And Chicago doesn't get the position right. Kyle Orton. Jim Miller, look at these names. Mitchell Trubisky. These are all duds. I lowered this, and you guys are probably going to be shocked when I say this. I got Carson Wentz at 27. You guys have won. You guys have won on Wentz. This guy's got bad habits, man. Xander, you're right. It's, I don't even give a shit about his personality or he whines and he cries. All these quarterbacks whine and cry. All of them are like divas and such. It's okay. They're all weirdos. But he's got bad habits. Pat, pat, pat. Go to your left or right. Sack. Doesn't know where he is in the huddle. Has to have everything perfect. Man, if he doesn't have a per, and I mean by a perfect setup, if he has any pressure on him, he goes down, man. I've never seen a guy go down more like that. I mean, honestly, this guy here, he he constantly just, there's any pressure. You're getting to him, and he won't throw it away. I tried telling you guys, punt the freaking ball, man. 
But look, watch this. He's capable of sitting back there with no pressure like a Jonathan Gannon guy. I can't wait to see how Gannon coordinates against Carson Wentz. If he lets him sit back there, Wentz will beat him twice. And you'll go like this. Yeah, but Sills were better. Well, your your DC's not. Dominic goes, but Wentz has good numbers. He can't be bad. He's got bad moments. You see, Dominic, the difference between Carson Wentz and Jalen Hurts, Jalen Hurts doesn't have good numbers as a quarterback. He doesn't have good numbers. Wentz does. But Jalen doesn't have the bad habits. He's coached better. He's listened. He just doesn't have this true athletic talent throwing the ball as Carson does. That's a fact. He's not the passer Carson Wentz is. Carson Wentz owns all your records in Philly. Um, dude, Rick Meyer, too. I thought, man, who was that other Notre Dame quarterback that, that came out the year Bledsoe came out? He actually beat Bledsoe out for the rookie of the year. Dual threat quarterbacks like Hurts don't need any, everything to be perfect. Dual threat quarterbacks don't win big games. They don't win big games, dual threat. He's not a dual threat. Stop with that, Steven. Jalen Hurts is not a dual threat. No one's threatened by his arm. Not one coordinator in the NFL is threatened by Jalen Hurts and his arm. You don't really think that, do you? You don't think that there's a defensive coordinator out there that is in fear of that guy torching him for 450 yards, do you? There's not a coordinator in the NFL that thinks that. They're actually going to make that guy throw the ball to beat him. Wentz stinks. Like I said, he has stinky moments. Wentz was dual threat. Dual threat. Yeah, that threw for 4,000 yards. And 33 touchdowns. Okay? He's a better passer. Your guy's not. Your guy's not a passer. Why are you making things up? You're lying. All of you that are saying that are lying. You're lying to yourselves. Number 26, I even have Marcus Mariota ahead of him. And I don't really think that much of Marcus Mariota, except that he's a great guy. I like him. And I'm... Watch this. Of all these quarterbacks from 26 down, the guy I'm rooting for the most is I'm I'm really rooting for Marcus Mariota. Man, I hope he does something good. I really do. Doubtful, though. I've lowered this. I've dropped Ryan Tannehill down to 25. Um, He's the second dude in that building. And as long as Derrick Henry's in that building, he'll always be the second fiddle. He's not a lead dude. You see, in Philadelphia, Jalen's the lead dude, but not as a passer, as a runner. You guys constantly throw that stat at me about his 10 touchdowns and 800 yards, which is far more impressive than his passing. You're right. When you think of Jalen Hurts, you don't think of throwing the ball at all. You think of running the ball. That's a fact. That's not a lie. Like you guys are saying, he's some sort of 
reinvented guy in eight months. It's a joke. It's a complete joke when you think that. Complete joke. Number 24. This is going to be crazy when I say this to you. I, I got Mitchell Trubisky here at 24. I think Mitchell Trubisky is getting really great coaching in Pittsburgh. I do think deep down, I think they think Matt Corral is going to be the starter by the end of the year. But I think he got great coaching from Brian Dable and from Sean McDermott up in Buffalo and being around Ken Dorsey. I think he's a better player. I've watched him. He looks, he hasn't done anything horrible. He's not bad. He's got a winning record as a starting quarterback, too, in the NFL. He's not horrible. He's just now being pegged now. And here's what I think happened to Mitchell Trubisky. I think Mitchell Trubisky, I think the apple was still green when they picked it off the tree in North Carolina. He needed another year. I just think he needed more playing time at Carolina. You know, I mean, he, he never really matured. You guys remember that one guy? I mean, Pickett. Yeah, excuse me, Jeremiah. I mean, Pickett. Yeah, I do. I mean, Pickett. Excuse me. Okay. Right. <laughs> yeah, that threw me. Xander just threw me, as usual. <laughs> okay, here we go. Hang on for a second. Um, let's see here. This is Lord Brunson. Oh, oh, hey, listen, I had a family emergency. I'm sorry, Dan. I meant to let you know earlier. So let's see if what happens here. Um, they had a family emergency, so we'll see what happens here, if he's going to still be able to do it. I told him, no sweat, no problem. We're all good if um, that doesn't happen here. So it's all good. Don't worry about it. Yeah, Trubisky was with Chicago. He, I, I, I didn't think he was that bad. But, Richie, Trubisky was in Buffalo last year, my friend. Okay, he wasn't in Chicago last year. He was in Buffalo. And he was backing up Josh Allen. Okay, and he was a bear. But he's gotten better coaching um, when he went there. And now that he's in Pittsburgh, I think he's getting better coaching too. Um, so, I, 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 he just, he looks pretty decent right now. I got Jameis Winston at number 23, Saints. Here's another guy that I'm going to be watching this year. And I'll say this to you. If Jameis Winston can pick up where he and Pete Carmichael picked up last year where he was 5-1, and one, I think the Bucs are going to have a tough time with that Saints team again. That's not going to be a walk in the park for the NFC South like I thought it was. Jameis Winston's look good, too. And everyone's like this. Man, he and I don't know. And Carmichael's cut those interceptions down. You know, everyone's like, well, Sean Payton's not there. Well, the real play caller, too. Carmichael is unlike Eric Bieniemy. He was actually play calling last year. Because he has actually, for the last couple of years, I think Jameis Winston, don't be shocked if you see 4,500 yards with all that talent that they have down there. Now, Kamara's not going to be available right away. But, boy, I'll tell you something. Winston, of all these quarterbacks with all these question marks, 
Here, I'll say this to you. You don't actually think Jalen Hurts has a better passing and is more gifted as a passer than Jameis Winston, do you? You don't really believe that. Jameis Winston is a very, very talented passer. He's done things Hurts will never do. He'll throw, he's thrown for 5,000 yards. Yes, mistakes. But that high-risk offense that Bruce Arians has is not conducive to a guy who could be reckless. Like, watch this. Brett Favre would have had 30 picks in that offense, as reckless as he is. He would have had 30 picks. No risk it, no biscuit. Brady didn't like it. When they were 7-5, and five, Brady had to, like I've been telling you guys, they had to have a compromise. Brady wasn't going to throw the ball. That Brady never made a living throwing the ball deep in his entire career except for the one year he had Moss. Okay? Yeah, CT Philly and add 5,000 yards too. Okay? You think that he has – well, last year – hey, Swansky? Well, last year he had a higher quarterback rating before he got hurt than Tom Brady when he went out. Okay. Number 22, I got Baker Mayfield here with the pay, with the Panthers. He's a dude. Not going to win you a boatload of games. But he's not going to he's not going to kill you. But if you're down, he ain't throwing you into a win. He's just that guy. He's not in the Christian McCaffrey's there. You know, there's some people think that they're kind of waiting in the weeds there a little bit and all they need is a guy. But he ain't a guy that's going to, like, carry you. He's a caboose, too. This guy's a caboose. He's not He's not going to pull a team across the finish line. I never looked at Baker Mayfield as the engine. You know what I mean? He's a caboose. Man, add Tom Brady to this team. Tom Brady on the Eagles? 17 wins. Jameis Winston is, is a lot better as a passer than a bunch of guys. Absolutely. Okay? Absolutely. 21, I got Tug of Viola here. I go back and forth on him. I do. My problem with him, though, he's not a very good deep ball thrower. And how could you not be a good deep ball thrower with Jalen Waddell? And Tyree Kill. You talk about a quarterback that doesn't fit your personnel. It's Miami. So you got a dink and dunker passer and two guys that are blazers on the other side of each other. Think about that. You talk about a system for a quarterback. Well, he can't throw very deep, but he's accurate. Then why'd you get the speedster Tyree Kill? A.J. Brown makes more sense. A.J. Brown made more sense for Miami on the other side of Waddle, in my opinion. See, to me, again, this is about matching up your quarterback with your talent. Look at what they did in Cincinnati with uh, Jameer Chase. They got a kid he played with. There was a comfort zone, a familiarity. They had success together. And guess what? It translated into the NFL. There was a common theme there. Tua, Waddle, there was kind of a common theme there. They had success at Alabama. There was a theme. 
You put another guy on the other side, though. I'm like this. Eh, I mean, a speedster, and you can't throw deep. I don't know. Um. Yeah, but hey, all around, Jameis is better than Mayfield. And yeah, Jameis is coming off a sit in the bench, and he's also coming off of an injury. Let's see how he handles it. My question mark all around has always been this with Jameis Winston, and I covered him when he was with the Bucks. Is he mature enough to handle adversity? Okay, this is where Jalen hurts. I have no problems with him at this. Certain guys have problems with this. Baker Mayfield's maturity, I have a problem with. Okay? Okay? I mean, number 20, Trey Lance. I can't wait to see this guy. He'll be down next to Justin Fields by the end of the year, my opinion. He'll be down there by the end of the year. Okay, I, 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 I'm with you, Xander. I, you know, all I hear about the guy talking, and now I hear Kyle Shanahan coming out going, yeah, it's exhibition football. He stunk last. I watched it. He stunk. And as it, watch this. And as, you got a Super Bowl roster. Hey, I'll tell you this. Make no mistake about it. The Eagles and the 49ers have, Potential conference championship teams. The 49ers, man, you better have picked right. You know that movie with Indiana Jones? The guy picks the wrong grail, ends up killing the guy. <laughs> Don't kill your roster here because you picked wrong and you sent Jimmy Garoppolo home. You sent Jimmy Garoppolo home. And by the way, I'll, I'll, and I'll say it one more time. If Garoppolo is on the Eagles... I feel more comfortable with 13 wins. Why? Because he's done it. That's why. He's won everywhere. He's won 70% of his games. Yeah, I know, but Sills, you know, he's he's a he's not gonna win a Super Bowl. Okay. Okay. That's what they're saying in San Francisco right now. They're saying Trey Lance is gonna take that team further. We'll see. You're gambling on potential. They took certainty away in San Francisco. Certainty. They took a certainty with Garoppolo that you're going to be one of the top three teams in the NFC and rolled the dice with it and said, go get him, Trey. Again, I had to look up Trey Lance's college tape because you know why? He's only played one game in the last three years and a couple exhibition football games and a couple spot plays last year. But you turned the keys over to him. Good luck to you. I don't believe that. Okay? I do not believe in letting a guy who's 38 and 16 go, and you may end up even cutting him for a guy who hasn't done shit. Believe me. And by the way, if I'm hard on Jalen, Jalen's way more accomplished than Trey Lance's. Alternate to the Pro Bowl, went to the playoffs, won nine games. I want to see that kid equal Jalen. There ain't that much difference in teams. Okay? 49ers probably have a better defense. By a smidgen. They got a better pass rusher for sure. Okay? Nick Bose is 
second best pass rushing defensive lineman in the league. He's the second best. It's not, it's not a debate. It's Donald and him. His brother might be fourth. Okay. Hey, you know what, Joseph? You may be right. But I'll tell you what. One thing I can say if I'm Jimmy Garoppolo, how many Super Bowls has you, have you been to? How many conference title games have you went to? I'm 5-2 and two in the postseason. What are you? What's your quarterback? Your quarterback's 0-1. Okay? This guy's actually beaten Brady. This guy's actually beaten Aaron Donald or Aaron Rodgers. This guy's beaten people like that. Matthew Stafford. <laughs> okay. That's a certainty. And Garoppolo doesn't put up the stats. Well, neither does your boy. You can't have it one way and not the other way. Well, he, he just wins. He doesn't really give you a chance to win. Well, your quarterback's never going to throw you to, to a Super Bowl either. He's going to be part of the ride. Yeah, Joseph, I, don't, I, don't, I, I, w- I would say that it's a little more complete in San Francisco, the defense. I would say it's a little more complete. Um, Moose, it's not that I don't hate. I don't hate Jalen. I don't like that style of play. And I don't like all the um, cheerleading that's been going on with him. I don't like all the false gold and fool's gold that people have been saying in the offseason here that a guy got 50% betters in eight months since they were destroyed by the Bucs. I went and watched that game yesterday again. There's no way he's improved that much. And A.J. Brown doesn't do that. A.J. improves your offense, yeah, if you can find him. Now he's got to look for three guys. He couldn't find one last year. Now he's all of a sudden this miraculous progression reader. Like I, like I, I was talking to somebody, um, I think I was talking to Baldy the other day. How much possibly do you think he has improved in what you've seen so far in training camp? Marginally? Yeah. Knows where to go with the drills. Okay. They broke camp today. 75% of the time they were in helmets and shorts, and you're telling me they got better. How is that a common sense thing to think that? How can you get better when you're not practicing hard or playing hard? And you've got suspect coaching on one side of the ball. I think the star of the offseason has been Howie Roseman. Because Howie has done something that I will give him credit for. He's put a roster together that should win. And that's where I'm on. Look at Joseph. He's better 30%. 30%. He's the MVP. He's the best quarterback in the NFL if he's 30% better. He's better than Lamar Jackson if he's 30% better. So you're telling me that Patrick Mahomes has hit a ceiling now and he'll never get better. He doesn't get better. What do you get better? 1%? So he gets to a point and he doesn't get better, but Jalen does. <laughs> it's flawed thinking. Lamar can only run. Really, he led the NFL in passing. Passing touchdowns. Unanimous MVP. He can only run. Shows you what you know. 
Okay, let's move on. I got Jared Goff at 19. Jared Goff has won an NFC championship. I think they're trying to do some good things up there. The only problem that I have with Jared Goff, and you know, I'm giving you my true assessment on a guy. He has moments where he can play great, but he has moments where he is just so inconsistent. It's too up and down. Drove Sean McVay crazy. I talked to Sean about this. It's not that they hated him. They didn't hate him. But their swings and the type of play, he'd go like this, man. And then you'd wonder where he's throwing the ball and you just go like this, man. You just, everything that McVay did with him, they were going to go as far as they could. But his inconsistency drives people crazy. They see a little bit of that still in Detroit. We saw a lot of that last year. Now, I don't think they really had a lot to work with, but I will say this, okay? I think they've improved the roster. Their old line's better. It should be a better offensive output this year, okay? I do. And they got the third best, according to Pro Football Focus. Um, Mike, they've got the third best old line, um, according to those guys. So they've improved. Sine Poole or Panay Sewell, the kid from Oregon, um, I think he's added a lot to that. They've done a really nice job. Okay. I'm going to stop at 19 because I got to take a break, right, Xander? We got to take a break here. Um, if Jalen just stops hesitating on his throws, yes, that's another great call. Yes, Xander. That hitch. That's confidence. And remember something, controlled scrimmages and in helmets and shorts, you don't have to worry about being hit. Here's my problem with Jalen. When he gets into a real environment where he's going to get hit, is he going to do all the things that people have said that he's done in a controlled environment? This guy's like been in a hyperbolic chamber where everything is perfect for him. And that's how the Eagles have created this offseason. There's no adversity like Mac. Can I tell you who I think is going to really play well this year? I think Mac Jones is going to play well. It has been nothing but an education in his second year that Belichick has put him through, and they are putting him through the ringer in New England. All you're hearing is Belichick and the coaches saying he's struggling, he's doing this, we've put him in this environment, we put – You've got the greatest defensive-minded guy. You've got a different philosophy in how you're schooling a player versus the non-schooling one. you got you got Jalen Hurts in this hyperbolic chamber where everything is perfect, like you're in a dome. And you got Mac Jones being coached hard by Belichick. Who do you think is going to have a better result this year? We'll find out. Hey, also, don't forget, my friends at Morgan & Morgan, please do me a favor, also hit the like button. Um, where the fee is free. Listen, if you're hurt or injured on the job, there is no attorney firm in the country that will protect you and your family rights more than Morgan & Morgan. With offices in Philadelphia, New York, and in Florida, and over 600 to 800 attorneys across the country, in Philly, New York, and in Florida, nobody's going to protect your family more. There's no such thing as a fender bender, and there's no such thing as a small case. 
Call them at 800-512-1600. That's 800-512-1600. The call is free. The consultation is free. 800-512-1600. And when you call Morgan & Morgan, do me a favor. Tell them Dan Cilio sent you. After a car crash, the big insurance companies you see advertising on TV, they may try to downplay your case and might say it's only a fender bender or it's just a herniated disc. I worry that some law firms fall for this BS, not us. We put ourselves in your shoes and ask, what would it be like to be in your pain for the rest of our lives? A million dollars wouldn't be enough for me. There's only one Morgan & Morgan for the people.com. your day with confidence definitely want to keep the umbrellas on hand and keep your family safe with action news and accuweather numerous tornadoes well over seven inches of rain your go-to team when severe weather strikes the water is still rising right now keeping you prepared wherever you watch on tv on 6abc.com and on our streaming apps. And that's when we go severe weather mode and on the air for you. Action News and AccuWeather, the team you trust. At Stateside Vodka, every new customer gets the world's best rocks glass, free. What's that? Uh, a rocks glass? You're telling me that bottle is cut in half? You could say that. Holy shit. And you're telling me I can get one of these glasses for free? That's right. One free rocks glass per customer with each first-time purchase of Stateside Vodka. So good, it just disappears. Go for the midnight tears. Go for the game. Go for the hits. Go for the fans. Go for the win. Go to Ocean Casino Resort. Book your trip at theoceanac.com. On the field of life, First Trust Bank is there for you. Because Philadelphia dreams deserve a Philadelphia bank. National Football Show with your boy, Big Sills. Please hit the like button. Thank you guys so much for coming aboard. We had a um, family emergency with Lord Brunson, LB. So 
Welcome aboard with us here. We appreciate everybody stepping in. You guys see that video of Aaron Donald taking a guy's helmet off and smashing someone over the head with it? I don't give a shit if it's in controlled scrimmages, if it's in a locker room, or if it's anywhere. That's uncalled for behavior. Okay? It's one thing to lose your shit in the practice. And who in their right mind thought that that was a smart thing to do? Put the Rams and Bengals together where they just faced each other eight months ago. Who thought that was smart? You know the Bengals are going to have an ass with them guys. They were a quarter away from winning that ball game. How about the old line knowing that they gave up that game? They were winning it. The Bengals were winning. And they let that thing slip through their hands. But you thought that was a good thing to do in a training camp environment. I'm not, I mean, the whole thing was dumb. So you have these controlled scrimmages or whatever the hell they're calling. Like Cam Hayward even says, they're useless. They're just fistfights. There you have it. Aaron Donald should be suspended. Taking a helmet off? Why? Miles Garrett was. You hit somebody in the head with a helmet, you could kill him. Especially a guy like him. The guy benches 550. You hit someone upside their skull, you could kill somebody. That is uncalled for. And it's hero ball. And it's all that other shit. It's like I'm the, you, someone should, you know what the Bengals should have did? They should have attacked him. They should have fucked that guy up. That's what I would have done. I would have got five of my guys, jumped him, and we would have went on him like you thought Sonny was at the bar with those biker guys when it was in Brock's tail. I would have put the boot to that guy. Don't do that to my guys, take a helmet off and start swinging it. I'm going to put the boot on you. Now you can't leave is what I would have did. Bro, what's up with that? That's unprofessional. I get, man, things get heated and such. You got to know a little bit here, man. Everybody's fighting for a job right now. It's not about you, Aaron. Really dumb move. Lost respect for the guy for that with that move. Miles Garrett got a shit loaded. Did he miss the rest of the year after that? Didn't he, didn't he get like a he got a massive suspension? I thought he I thought he missed a ton of games, man. Six games, no pay. I mean, that's a lot. Six games. And he did that in a game where all the cameras were on him. Again, you know, dude, I wouldn't have cared if he threw hands. I wouldn't have cared if they were in a wrestling match. You start picking up devices and helmets and sticks and shit. Well, you now you want to up the level? Okay. Well, be prepared. I'm telling you, man. First thing I thought of was I would have jumped him with five guys and we would have put the boots on him. You bet, man. I would have made him remember that he pulled the helmet off my teammate and he swung that. I'd have broke his arm. I'm not, I'm, I would have done everything I could to hurt that guy because you were trying to hurt one of my guys. That's the mentality, man. When you're trying to fight for one of those 53 seats, I'm sorry, some of you may not like it, but that's reality. There's very few chairs that are open. Well, unless they're in Philly and they're Jalen Ragers and Derek Barnett's, they got free hall passes for whatever reason. But most places, those chairs are sacred. You got a guy trying to, 
guy's trying to fight for a job and he's swinging a helmet at him. Because why? He blocked him? Grow up, guy. Yeah, hey, big picking. He brought up the street rules. You know, it was normal just pushing and shoving. You want to put it in the street? I can clearly go there. I have. You don't know who I am or what I've done or what how I grew up, okay? You want to bring it in the street? I'll show you how to bring it in the street. Barrett's that same guy too. I've heard him talk. You want to go there? I am very capable and equipped to go there. Okay? Some of you have no idea what Bensonhurst or Howard Beach and all them other places are. I'll show you streets. You want to push and shove? Okay. I'll keep it there. You want to start picking helmets up? I'll go there too. Guy could have killed somebody there, man. Okay? Well, Jay, hey, Aaron Donald would kill you with his hands. Okay, well, you know. Back in the day, I probably would have tested that theory years out. There's a reason Big Seals back in the day was 157 and 0. It wasn't because I was great looking. <laughs> uh. Hey, Kayvon, Brooklyn, baby. <laughs> hey, man. <laughs> That's right. See what Xander says? Hey, I'm going out swinging. It's a lifestyle, bitch. You're damn right, man. Hey, man, he took it. He took it into the streets. There, I was very stunned and very shocked that he did that. But again, too, you look at the you 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 look at the NFL and you're like, why? Why would you put the Bengals and Rams together the final week of the exhibition season? Oh, you got what you wanted, man. Hey, William. Again, I'm not going to take it, but if you want to go there, I'm capable of going there. Okay. I'm going down swinging Joseph too. Same thing. Hey, again, I'm not trying to play Henry Hardass here or something, but I think all of you know what I'm talking about. Okay. Hey, somebody wants to push and shove with you. You know, sometimes that shit gets out of hand. Somebody says something dumb. You're not going to throw hands. Well, God throws hands. we got a different world talking about here, right? It's a whole different level. Guy wants to pick a bat up. Right? We're talking a whole different level too. Okay. <laughs> right. And that's kind of what happened there. And like Aaron Donald was so like oblivious to that. Okay. I wonder, man, you ever been in a fight? Cause when you pick a helmet up, somebody might pick a gun up next. Cause you know, some people don't have that mentality where, Oh, you know, it's just, it's all cool. These are all dudes, man. Some of these guys that would go dark on you. Hey, I, I tell you, I'll give you guys, I'll give you, I told you this, I'm in the Lions camp and I saw Lawrence Pete pull a face mask off a guy's helmet. And you know how it's bolted in? This guy started pushing him and Lawrence Pete didn't like it. And Lawrence didn't really, you know, he wasn't one of them guys where he was a shit talker like me and a big mouth. This guy punched this guy in the chest. Lawrence did. He punched him in the chest. He grabbed that face mask and he pulled that thing off his helmet. One of the greatest feats of strength I've ever seen. 
I was like, that guy just went like this after that mask went off. And I said, good move, kid. <laughs> I was like, wow. I had never seen anything like it. You know, those things are screwed on with them big bolts. He pulled that mask off his helmet. I looked over at Lawrence. I went, you know, I'm considered one of the strongest guys in the NFL. That's one of the greatest feats of strength I've ever seen. Hey, man. I was like, holy, I've seen some great fights. Been involved in some great fights. We fought Brian Bosworth at the Orange Bowl. Guy starts talking shit to us. Jerome and I jumped him, put the boots to him. Look at it on film. At the end of the game, there's me and Jerome putting boots on um, Brian Bosworth because he was talking shit on us before the game. We not only beat him, but we put boots to him. Keith Jackson, too, your very own tight end that you guys love and I became friends with, we put the boots on him, too. Oh, you want to talk shit about us? You, you, you have no idea who you're fucking. <laughs> <laughs> Jerome, man, he fought everyone. How do you think that gang green team had that attitude? How do you, how do you think that gang Jerome brought that in, dude. Okay. He brought that into your building. He brought that into your city. Yeah, man. All right. So let me recap here. 32 lock mills. 31. I'm going over the big sales revamp list of top 32 quarterbacks. 30 is Daniel Jones. 29 is Zach Wilson. 28 is Justin Fields. 27 is Wentz. 26 is Mariota Falcons. 25 is Tannehill Titans. 24 is Trubisky Steelers. 23 is Winston Saints. 22 is Baker Mayfield Panthers. 21 is Tua Dolphins. 20 is Trey Lance 49ers. 19 is Jared Goff Lions. And number 18, coming in strong, your Philadelphia Eagle quarterback, the great Jalen Hurts. My assessment on Jalen, putting a scouting report on him. Um, the intangibles we talk about. Let's talk about skill set. Okay. Limited passer. Scrambling ability is really good. Smarts for the game and pocket presence, really good. Arm strength, not accuracy. Moves really well, okay? I mean, he moves really well to his right, okay? Not so much to his left. Um, we'll put the ball on the ground. And has to improve, as I said, in his passing. He's a great runner, though. And he his Jalen Hurts wins games because of his intelligence and his wheels, not because of his arm. And that's what separates him with some of these quarterbacks like Mayfield, who's immature and can't win either way. You see, you got to remember something here. Winston's not going to win with his feet. He's going to win with his arm, but see Jalen is smarter than Winston and his wheels carry him further. 
can't be the 27th passing quarterback in the NFL and sit here on August 26th and tell me he's one of the elite arms. He's by far one of the elite arms. Not even close. Most of these guys, like Trubinsky and these guys, have better arms. But Jalen is smarter than some of these guys. He's been coached well from his dad. Okay? 18th best guy. You're almost in the middle of the pack. I don't think that's a rip. Now, do I see him trending up? Yes. Yes, I do. Like... I see Trey Lance trending down. Maker, Baker Mayfield trending down. I see again Jalen trending up. Hertz will make you eat. Oh, I know, I know. Hertz has improved 25%. <laughs> oh, <laughs> 25%. You just broke camp and you had 70% of your camp in helmets and shorts and controlled environment, but you think he's improved 25%. Where? I heard a guy talking to the sports take guys. Who was that guy that was on with him? You had a picture of him up, uh, Xander. You know what he said? He improved a little, not a lot. He's improved, but not a lot. He said it. Such as me. Jimmy Kemsky said he improved, he's improved a little, but not a lot. I don't know how much he's totally improved, but he's improved. <laughs> Wasn't like he thought he improved 25%. This guy here. He even goofed on Sirianni talking about his greatest practice of all time. I mean, let's see what happens here. I'm with you. I got Trevor Lawrence at 17. He's trending up. This guy has all the talent and all the skills everything we talk about potential with Jalen I'm actually seeing improvement when he's in the exhibition games I'm actually seeing it him throwing to wide open wideouts, making a tough throw he made a tough throw down the sidelines a week ago right over a guy's shoulder where only one guy can make the throw he is really man I mean and Xander said it too the one thing that that Jalen doesn't do, Jalen's not going to hang out in the pocket. He, if no one's open, he's taking off. Trevor Lawrence, you know the mark of a great quarterback? He's going to hang back there and take a hit. Jalen ain't going to take a hit. He's not a coward. It's just not what he does. He ain't going to sit there and give his receiver every opportunity to get open. That's the difference between a star quarterback and a quarterback who's not sure yet. Xander talks to me about a hitch, and he takes off too soon. Trevor Lawrence is going to hang in there like every star quarterback does. Joe Burrow, 50 sacks last year, took him to a Super Bowl. You know what that's from? Letting Jamar Chase, Jamar Chase being covered, Jamar Chase being covered, Jamar Chase is being covered 90% of the route. All of a sudden, the last 5%, he gets open. Burrow completes the pass to him, takes a massive hit. Jalen ain't doing that. He ain't doing that. That quarterback, like Burrow and them dudes, they sit in that pocket, they sit in that pocket, and they know they ain't running around because they can't. They're sitting there, they're sitting there, they're looking at their star wideout. 
He's covered. He's covered. And you know what he does? He's opened the last one second of the route, and he delivers a strike. That's my guy. That's championship ball. That's championship football. Oof, baby. Yeah, yeah, well, you know, well, the coach said it, didn't he? Sirianni? Guy's not open. He's taking off. Oh, well, Brady can't take off. Burrow can't take off. But they win more games that matter for a reason. Running around like you're on Madden 23 doesn't do anything for you. You know what you get? You get the Michael Vick trophy. Hey, I look good, don't I, in a uniform? Ain't won anything, but hey, I look good doing it. <laughs> Came on, baby. You kidding me, man? I got another hour to go. Let's go, baby. Hit the like button. Keep it here. Hour three coming up on the National Football Show. your day with confidence definitely want to keep the umbrellas on hand and keep your family safe with action news and accuweather numerous tornadoes well over seven inches of rain your go-to team when severe weather strikes the water is still rising right now keeping you prepared wherever you watch on tv on 6abc.com and on our streaming apps. And that's when we go severe weather mode and on the air for you action news and accuweather the team you trust. At Stateside Vodka, every new customer gets the world's best rocks glass. Free. What's that? Uh, a rocks glass? You're telling me that bottle is cut in half? You could say that. Holy shit. And you're telling me I can get one of these glasses for free? That's right. One free rocks glass per customer with each first-time purchase of Stateside Vodka. So good, it just disappears. Go for the midnight dares. Go for the game. Go for the hits. Go for the fans. Go for the win. Go to Ocean Casino Resort. Book your trip at theoceanac.com. Field of life. First Trust Bank is there for you. Because Philadelphia dreams deserve a Philadelphia bank.
three national football show with your boy big sales please hit the like button baby you got it man thought i saw somebody say hey jalen made it to the playoffs and he made it to the pro bowl so did trent dilfer hey but i still like you too kanjo it's all good man hey taco it's all right too it's all good man keep rooting for your boy i want you to you should I'm not trying to change your opinion. And I know your opinion shouldn't be changed. Should be, you know, you got a conviction. You think that kid got better. I don't. I don't think he got the coaching to get better. I think the only thing that made a, that made Jalen a little better is what Xander said. They added A.J. Brown. Other than that, I don't think they have the coach. I don't think they've given him the coaching that they're giving Mac Jones in New England. They're running him through the gamut on what he's going to see in year two. All the media dumbasses, like Colin Coward, are like, hey, I don't know. He's really not. Because Belichick knows the second year is the hardest year for a quarterback. Because why? Why is the second year? Because you know all those crazy percentages that you guys think he improved? He'll improve 2%. Jalen Hurts will improve 2% because you know why? Most quarterbacks improve only 2%. And what happens in the second year, the sophomore slump? They all say these coordinators put these game plans against you because you don't have the time and the practice time to improve as much as you think you need to. They're breaking camp today. 70% of their practices have been in a homogenized mayonnaise jar. There's no adversity. Jalen Hurts hasn't faced any adversity. You know the first time he's going to face adversity? September 11th. No game plan goes down the line of perfect. There's no such thing as a perfect game plan. No such thing. Some of those game plans get tossed out at halftime. That's why the great coaches in the NFL that last a long time are halftime adjustment guys. Belichick's an in-game adjustment guy. That's what makes him different. If he sees something not working after three series, he cans it, and they go to something else. Now, when you have Brady, you're given that autonomy to do that. That's why when you have the right quarterback – your quarterback throws you out of trouble if you get behind. If the Eagles get down 14 points, you're not coming back against a team like Green Bay. You're not getting in a shootout with the Packers. Be psycho. You think you're going back and forth with Aaron Rodgers? Out of your mind. That's a 14-play drive football team. How the Eagles have to beat a team like Green Bay is smart coaching. I'm not there yet on them. They've got to have what they did against the Browns, 14, 17 play drives, shit like that, for them to be successful against teams like Green Bay. The only way you beat teams like Kansas City and Rams and Bucks is keep those star quarterbacks on the bench. You start getting in a back and forth and you think you're going to go tit for tat with them and you're going to go – uh, Jalen's going to go throwing the ball. You're going to get killed in a game like that. Jalen Hurts can't hang with Brady. 
Stafford or Rodgers. You can't go back and forth like that, throwing for 390 yards. He's not that guy. It's crazy to think that. Green Bay's only true weapons are in the backfield, Philiopolis says. Man, you have no idea what you're talking about with the 30-year history, 40-year history of Green Bay. They don't draft first-round wideouts. It's because their signal callers develop them. Favre and Rodgers, for the last 30 years, have won ball games with guys never drafted in the first round. They've got two in 40 years they've drafted in Green Bay. Two. You have more first-round wide receiver draft choices in the last 20 years than Green Bay has in the last 50 years. Look at all these wideouts you guys draft. Green Bay doesn't do that. They don't believe in it. Hell, Pittsburgh doesn't believe it. This kid Pickens they got, I think either in the second or third round from Georgia, he's going to be a star. Okay? You make it sound like Green Bay goes out and finds these Devontae Adams. Devontae Adams wasn't a first-round draft choice. Okay, he wasn't. This guy they took a shot on from Fresno. <laughs> Sills is pissing me. Hey, hey what, what am I? Hey, all right. Let me let, 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 let me continue this list. I'm, I'm, I'm here at 16 now. Pissing you off. By the way, how does it piss you off when I say something about a part of your team that is the most questionable part of your team and you know it? Why do you do that? It's almost like you refuse to listen to reality. The reality is this. You got a great roster and a limited quarterback that you're hoping plays well in 2022. Right? Facts. You get the wideouts, the tight end. I guess the running game. You got more question marks on defense because the more additions and the coordinator, obviously. I got more coordinator issues than I do personnel issues, actually. I think that guy's not a very good coach. Even Hollis was yesterday. I don't, I'm with you, Sills. I just don't see it. It's a soft mentality. This guy is not a fighter. I want a fighter as a D coordinator. Is that fair? Jonathan Gannon's not a fighter. I want somebody that looks like they're going to get into a fist fight with the opposing offensive coordinator. That's the guy I want. Or at least act like you're play calling it like that. Okay. 16, I got Matt Ryan. He's trending down, though. Could Nick Foles take this guy's gig? I don't think so. But I got him at 16. I got Mac Jones at 15 for all the things that I said. I disagree with everybody in the media. I may be proven wrong on this. Xander, you got a guy in Mac Jones who's been coached by Nick Saban and by Bill Belichick, and I guarantee you, Bill Belichick called up Nick Saban and goes, I'm going to coach the shit out of this guy, and I'm going to coach him hard, 
And you know what Saban probably told him? Go ahead. He can take it. I like Mac Jones. I do. There's something about him, man. There's a medal about him. You imagine having a coach like Saban and Belichick. Those are your guys that have been schooling you for the last four years. There's no reason you should fail. None. And he hasn't. First year he goes, takes the job from Cam. Hey, by the way, what's more impressive? What Mac Jones did or what Jalen Hurts did last year? What was more impressive? Can you name me a guy that Mac Jones threw the ball to? Jalen had Devontae and Dallas Goddard and Zach Hurts and the number one running attack. What did Mac Jones have? He took a team in the AFC to the playoffs and won the job as a rookie and beat out an MVP. You're trying to tell me you think Jalen Hurts had a better rookie year or first year starting than what um, Mac Jones did. Completely off base. What Mac Jones did, how many rookies do you know lead teams to the playoffs after the year previous the team had an under 500 record? That guy was awesome last year for what he did and what he saw as a rookie. I don't I I think people dismiss it. I don't. Okay. <laughs> okay. Hey, hey, man. Somebody said something about Big Kim. Whew. Don't let that get around. Hey, man. Don't get that. And by the way, my friends, if you ever saw my wife, she's a smoke machine. Thank you. Big Sills. Hey, always know this, Xander. Big Sills marries the prom queen. <laughs> <laughs> See what, hey, listen, you know, you know what though, Xander, have I really done that? I've made it so that you had to take personal shots at me because I'm telling you things about Jalen Hurts. <laughs> yeah, you and me both, my guy. That's right. Xander and I, man, we, we marry and date the prom queen. Yes, sir. Hey, Jay, right? You don't think big sales, no. Yeah, no, see, the guy that stands in front of her today, I ate the guy she married. <laughs> She's still a smoke machine, I'm not. So, yeah, I got to do my best by making money every day. Thank you, Xander. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> At the end of the day, we're just going to watch some good, clean football. Absolutely, man. Jalen Hurts, 19 games started, five games over 300, 387, his highest. Oh. Hey, hey, Jay, thank you, man. You guys are great. Let me finish this. I got Mac Jones. Dude, I don't I, I like Mac Jones. How about how about this? Do you think if San Francisco 49ers had to redo it again, they would take Mac Jones over Trey Lance? You think if they had to do that all over again? Kyle Shanahan, 
with hey, look what he did with Matt Ryan when he was the OC down in Atlanta. Or you think they take Trey Lance? You think they take Trey Lance over Mac Jones? I don't know about that. I don't know. I don't know. That's right, man. Me too. Take Mac Jones over Trey Lance every day. Big, young, strong, played with stars in college, coached by the hardest coaches of all time. Coach, hey, I want you to think of something too. So he's coached by the greatest coach in the history of college football, and he's coached by the greatest NFL coach of all time, Mac Jones. I don't know about you, but you can't get a better education than that. Hey, when he when he went to New England, it was probably the same thing. You know, okay, this is going to be hard. <laughs> that's all. Imagine that's all he knows. Jalen Hurts is now in a room of kindergarten coaches and bookworms. And yeah, the um, tax laws go on the fourth floor next to the um, next to the city codes. Yeah. Um, Nick, uh, Shane, wh- 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 where do the um, almanacs go? Um, Nick, the almanacs go on the first floor that down there. Yeah. Got a bunch of librarians in Philly. Yeah, work on your special teams, too. That might help. 15, here we go. God, I love that. I already told you, man. 15, I got Mac Jones. 14, the greatness of Kirk Cousins, baby. Got the greatness of Kirk Cousins. Bottom of the hour, I'll finally get to also what I want to see against the Dolphins tomorrow. We'll do that both offensively and defensively. Um, I got Cousins. I know everyone hates him. But somehow, Justin Jefferson is off to the greatest start in wide receiver history. Damn. Damn. That's crazy. How can that be? How could he have six 4,000 passing yard seasons in the last nine years? Damn. He had the least amount of picks of any quarterback in the NFL last year. Damn. How's that possible? Damn. I don't know, man. (laughs) Um, mm. cousins, <laughs> another goofball fan like Mac Jones stinks. Yeah, I know. Um, <laughs> uh, I think Sean McVay's a tough coach too. I've been around show. I've, I've been around Sean. Nick made the playoffs first year coaching. A lot of vets were sitting home watching the playoffs. That's right, man. Hey, Matt Nagy was the NFL coach of the year. He was one of them coaches sitting home without a job watching them. Don't worry, man. Him and Matt Nagy will have a lot in common soon. Number 13. No, I'll take that back. Nick ain't going anywhere. Your coordinator is. And if Jalen doesn't improve enough, both coordinators will go. Oh, you know this. In Philly? If that team comes up short and doesn't win the NFC East and they win 10 games and don't make the playoffs, both coordinators would be jettisoned. Nick ain't going anywhere. They'll jettison both. Okay? Hey, right, it ain't going to be the quarterback going. That's why they took Nick out of the coordinator position. 
they don't want to hurt him. I actually like Nick too. I do. Okay. I like him too. But they don't want him to take any casual. They don't want to have him. See, in a, in, a, in, a, in a year like this, do you know what they don't want? They don't want Nick to take any friendly fire. Because there could be some, you know, there could be some issues. Right? And you, you don't want him taking any scrap metal or you don't want to take him any friendly fire. Or all of a sudden he gets clipped with something because the team's not performing well offensively. So you blame Shane Steichen. That's how you do it. Joe, hey, Joshua says Nick took himself out, and that shows you that he wants what's best for the team. Boy, I bet you believe in, like, Curious George and, like, you know, all those great books back in the day when we were kids and used to have them stories told to you when you were sitting on your dad's lap, right? And he was reading you bedtime stories and such. This is the cat in the hat. <laughs> And this is what's best for the family. Yeah, that's what coaches do and organizations do. Like, you mean when Howie threw the last game a couple years ago so that he made sure he completely derailed Doug Peterson and sabotaged his final ending to his year? You mean like that? That was what's best for the team, right? That was best for the team, putting Nate Sudfeld in and not even letting Jalen finish the year. Right? Oh, okay. That was best for the team, putting Nate Sudfeld in and benching all the players. Yeah, that was best for the team. And there's the cat in the hat. <laughs> yeah. Nick took himself. Hey, I could that Joshua, that's a hell of a bedtime story. Nick Sirianni took himself out of the play calling and what was best for the team. Signed the man from Philly with the big yellow hat. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> oh. <laughs> uh, Wizzow! I, I always wonder why Hertz didn't finish out the year. Yeah, Ryan, because the general manager sabotaged Doug Peterson, wanted to make it official. He did. Hey, when 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 all I needed to know is when I saw Jason Kelsey say this and mouth this, you knew what he meant. When I saw the captain of that team doing that, I'm looking up, shaking his head. I knew it was sabotage. Every player on the bench knew it. Every player on the bench knew that game. Doug Peterson never coach again. You had to. You had to know it. He would never coach again in Philadelphia as the Eagle coach. It was not the intention to let Doug go at the end of the season. Really? <laughs> well, according to Seth Joyner, when they had their exit meeting, he went in there and they had a conversation and they were going back and forth. And Doug basically kicked the can down the road, according to Seth. said, I'm not putting up with this shit anymore. And I was it. I didn't say that. Seth Joyner did right here. Seth goes, I've had it. 
I didn't say that. So I'm going to take Seth Joyner's word. That was best for the team. You think NFL – so like when, when they were tanking or they're throwing games and sabotaging Brian Flores, you think that's in the best interest of the team too? When they're offering bribes to a head coach? That's in the best interest too, right? Right? That's in the best interest. Or when teams start tanking, like in Indianapolis, to get Andrew Luck, does it – do some of you ever wonder why Peyton Manning doesn't want to have anything to do with the Indianapolis Colts and he identifies as a Bronco? Don't you guys ever wonder that? Because the way he was kicked out of Indianapolis, even Peyton Manning has an ass for Jim Mersey. You never hear him saying shit about Indy. Unless it's about a teammate. He lives in Denver. He's part of the ownership group in Denver. He wants to be in management with the Broncos. He loves that area. You're telling me a guy that spent 15 years in Indianapolis wants nothing to do with it? Why? Well, because people have grudges. (laughs) But that's in the best interest of the team. Because look what they got. They got Andrew Luck. Yeah, and they shit all over Peyton Manning, who still won a Super Bowl anyway. Yeah, it went over my head. Yeah, right, guy. Yeah, that's what a lot of things in football do, go over my head. No, what happens is, is that you don't hear shit. Okay? I'm going to check in with Cilio. I can't Hey, Hey, Wizzo, I cannot wait. For your guy this year. Oh, my God. I'm going to have a Jalen Hurts chart. I may even put it up behind me here. Every percentage, every completion percentage, all the pluses and minuses, and we're going to give him a grade every week. We're going to grade him not on a bell curve because, you see, the NFL is not a bell curve. You know, you know how some people play golf sometimes and they do this? What do you shoot? Eh, round 80. No, you don't shoot around anything. You either shoot an 80 or you don't. <laughs> There's no bell curve in golf. But see, people like a bell curve in life. Is he good? Yeah, kind of. That's a, that's a bell curve. Is he good or not? Yes or no? I'm a yes or no guy. Did he have a good game? Yes or no? Yeah, you know, it was the coach and the coordinator and the this and that. This guy needed Pepto-Bismol before the game. Grade will be an A. Look at that, Richie. Yeah. Oh, man. Need you to grade. I don't want Mac Jones on a grade, man. I don't. 13, baby. I got Lamar Jackson. How'd you like to say, hey, man, if Lamar doesn't sign that contract, in Baltimore, I'm going to do everything in my power to reach out to Luther Camp. Luther. Hold on. Do I have Lamar's number? Oh, I got Lamar Thomas's number. The guy that recruited him for Louisville. Hold on for a minute here. Hold on here. Okay. 
Xander, you think that's too low for him at 13? Okay, hang, hang on here. Luther, Luther Campbell. He knows the family. Luther, I want... Hold on. Luther. I want Lamar Jackson in Philly next year. In Philly next year. Let's see what he says. So you know I'm telling the truth? Let me see. There's Luther Campbell. He's guiding the parents through this contract with Baltimore. Okay. So I just text Luther. Let's see if we can make that happen. Yeah, man. Lamar Jackson. Lamar Jackson. Send me a cell phone. I want to talk to him. Oh my God. Good. I'm going to be talking to Lamar. I got to be work. I'm going to be working for you guys. We don't want them. Hey, look at Davey. We don't want Lamar Jackson. I want you. I'm not giving up draft capital for Lamar Jackson. Hold on. I want to double check something here. I want to double check something. How old is Lamar Jackson? Good, he's 25. He's roughly the same age as Jalen. <laughs> Hold on here. Okay, it's now blowing up because I'm going to post this. I'm going to post this on my Twitter after the show at Dan Cilio show. Dan Cilio is going to do everything in his power to bring Lamar Jackson to Philadelphia. With the help of Luther Campbell, Ray Lewis, and Ed Reed. Okay. And, and, and here, here. <laughs> hold on. Oh my God, I forgot. I should call Ed. Ed, I need this guy in Philly. I need this guy in Philly. Hold on here. Ed Reed. Yep, there's Ed. Right there, there's Ed Reed. I got to text him. Ed, I need, I need, Ed. I need Lamar Jackson. In Philly next year. I'll show it to you. Oh, man. So I got Luther Campbell and Ed Reed. I just said, Ed, I need Ed, I need some help. I need some help getting... Um, there's Ed Reed right there. So I got Luther and Ed. I, I, Xander, this is really a lot of work, man. I mean, you know, I've got TBD going to the Giants. I've already talked to John Mara. Jesus, criminy. Oh. No, no, Ryan. Um, you guys don't want... Tyler Van Dyke, he's either going to go to Miami 
or he's going to go to the New York Giants. Oh, they need a LT and a backup quarterback, and we'll add one. Dude, I love their backup quarterback, Tyler Hundley. That guy's good, too. It's a matter of, no, I won't go there. You guys will kill me. But that Tyler Hundley kid? Yeah. Guy's good, man. All right. I'm going to stop at 13. Damn, I'm running out of time here. Yeah, because I'm barking here. Do me a favor. Hit the like button. Keep it here on the National Football Show. your day with confidence definitely want to keep the umbrellas on hand and keep your family safe with action news and accuweather numerous tornadoes well over seven inches of rain your go-to team when severe weather strikes the water is still rising right now keeping you prepared wherever you watch on tv on 6abc.com and on our streaming apps. And that's when we go severe weather mode and on the air for you action news and accuweather the team you trust. At Stateside Vodka, every new customer gets the world's best rocks glass. Free. What's that? Uh, a rocks glass? You're telling me that bottle is cut in half? You could say that. Holy shit. And you're telling me I can get one of these glasses for free? That's right. One free rocks glass per customer with each first-time purchase of Stateside Vodka. So good, it just disappears. Go for the midnight dares. Go for the game. Go for the hits. Go for the fans. Go for the win. Go to Ocean Casino Resorts. Book your trip at theoceanac.com. Field of life. First Trust Bank is there for you. Because Philadelphia dreams deserve a Philadelphia bank. Welcome back. Hit the like button here. So now I've got to talk to Lamar Jackson's mom after the show. 
how much money do you think that the Eagles would pay Lamar Jackson? I'm not kidding either. Xander just said my greatest feat will be if I bring Lamar Jackson to Philly. I got a list here and I don't, I, I, (laughs) okay. I'm going to be tweeting this after the program too at Dan Cilio show. And I will tag Jacob sports in it too. That's Xander. What the mom just asked me, how much money do you think Jeffrey Laurie and how he would pay and give up for Lamar? Three ones and two fifty guaranteed. See, they want a five year deal. That's why Baltimore's hedging. I didn't know that until just two seconds ago. Okay. They want five years. They want the family. Baltimore wants to do three. They're like, no, no, no. Three and a team-friendly option. And they said this, well, if you want it to be a four-year deal, then we get the no trade clause. They went, no. So this is about the technical issues of length and languaging in the contract in Baltimore. It's not so much about the 46.1 million. It's more about length and language. That's holding that deal up in Baltimore. Dude, please do me a favor. Don't bring Jalen Hurts' name up to me when we're talking about Lamar. It's blasphemy. 43 per, he'll never take that. You're going to pay... You're going you're gonna to pay Kyler Murray more than Lamar Jackson, who is a unanimous MVP and 25 years of age and won 70% of his games, led the NFL in touchdown passes. You're really going to pay him less than a guy who hasn't done shit. I don't, this guy actually beat Mahomes last year, too, in Kansas City. Okay? That's what I'm saying there. Birds are cheap, bro. I get, I got you, Ty. Davey boy, I think it comes down to length too. Five years for a running quarterback. Hey, I'm going to use the same stuff that I used on Jalen. Five years running quarterbacks. Oh man, I'm I'm nervous on that. I'm nervous on that. You would take Murray over Jackson, who's done nothing, and they're almost the same age. You know, Kyler Murray and Lamar Jackson are the same age. Let me double check that. Because I, I, I thought Murray redshirted at Oklahoma. I thought he was a redshirt. How old is Kyler Murray? He's the same age. So wait a minute. He's the same age as Lamar Jackson. Lamar Jackson's an MVP, unanimously. Led the NFL in passes. Won 70% of his game. And you think Murray's better? Not me. Not me. He's just 25. Lamar's 25. Both are 25 years of age. 
one's bigger. That's but 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 Lamar's been injured, hasn't he? Last two years, he's been nicked up. There's something for that. I agree. Man. Stack comparisons, Marcos? It's not close. Like I said, one is a unanimous MVP. Someone recently compared Kenneth Gainwell to Brian Westbrook, saying they basically have the same traits and all could do was sit there and look stupid. I mean, what do you say to that? Nothing. You don't, you don't, you don't, you don't say anything to that. Now, Mike, I get that stylist, style wise, there's a little bit of gain. Well, I see it. You know, he runs in between the tackles, he catches the ball. But talent wise, you don't answer questions like that when people throw that out there. Hey, you know, this guy Kane Gainwell, man, you know, he's right with the same kind of ability as Brian Westbrook. You you just go like this. It's just no debating that. You can't you can't have a conversation to that. You just can't. Okay. Hey man, get Joy on soon. I think Joy got moved off to hurt. I think she's starting a new show. I'm not supposed to be saying it. But I think she's going to be teamed up with Emmanuel Acho. And I think they're going to be doing a brand new show soon on Fox. That's why you don't see her on the herd anymore. They're moving her off it. Joy's my girl, man. She tells me, she asks me things. What do you think, Sills? I go, the pay anymore? She goes like this. Yeah. Are you the co-host? She's like, yeah. Is your name on the show? She goes, yeah. I go, take it. You better take it because it ain't going to come by again. They're going to give you your own show with Emmanuel Acho. She's like, yeah, I go, got to do it, dude. Do you really want to be an update person for Colin Coward? That's all you'll be known as. It's safe. You'll make decent money. But now you get a chance to have a $200,000 bump in pay. You get the show. Hey, you know, they could cancel you in three months, too. She's like, three months? I go, oh, if you don't get the people watching your show, bro, you think they're going to do? Hey, Joy, because you're great looking, they're going to let the show play out? Hey, it don't work like that. <laughs> it don't work like that. Yeah, speak for yourself there. I, I, You know what, too? And I love Marcellus Wiley. I don't know what they're going to do with him, man, because I, I think he's talented. Okay. Xander goes, she might be good enough looking enough for one month of that. <laughs> you know, completely. Because after this, man, hey, Sills, I love you, but guess what, dog? <laughs> it's your last paycheck. <laughs> hey, man, when you're in the business like this, ain't nothing about friendship. Same thing in football. You know, that's the coolest thing about the one thing when you get into a job like this or you're in broadcasting or you're in professional sports, it's not personal. Hey, we love you, man. You're a good dude. You're a great guy to work with. It ain't happening, though. I bombed in San Diego because I had shitty people around me and because it was a terrible environment. And I know that. But that's also my name was on the top of the sheet there. Okay? That fell on me. No one else. That fell on me. Who cares all the successes I had in other places? Didn't matter. 
had no bearing. Yeah, but then in the same San Diego market, you were on in Los Angeles and you were fourth in Los Angeles and you were second in San Diego. It don't matter. <laughs> no one cares. Philly goes, Lamar is not much better than Hurts. So, Philly, you think uh, Jalen's going to lead the NFL in touchdown passes? <laughs> I'm going to quickly run through the rest of this list. I got to finish this off. I can't let it just hang here, here. And I'll go quick here. I got Dak because I want to talk a little bit about the Dolphin game. <laughs> Lamar's not that much better than Jalen. <laughs> You're talking potential, right, dude? That infamous potential word. And as I tell you all the time, when you throw potential out, that means you haven't done it. Hmm. So after Lamar at 13, I have Dak at 12, Deshaun Watson at 11, Derek Carr 10, Stafford 9, Justin Herbert 8, Kyler Murray 7, Russell Wilson 6, Tom Brady 5, Aaron Rodgers 4, Joe Burrow, three, Josh Allen, two, and Patrick Mahomes, number one. So, Drew Locke, 32, Mills, 31, Daniel Jones, 30, Zach Wilson, 29, Jets, 28, Justin Fields, Bears, Wentz at 27, Mariota at 26, 25 is Ryan Tannehill, 24 is Mitchell Trubisky. 23 is Jameis Winston, Saints. 22 is Baker Mayfield. 21 is Tua. 20 is Trey Lance. 19 is Jared Goff. Hertz is 18. Trevor Lawrence, 17. Matt Ryan, 16. Mac Jones, 15, Cousins, 14, Lamar Jackson, 13, Dak, 12, Watson, 11, Derek Carr, 10, Matthew Stafford, 9, Justin Herbert, 8, Kyler Murray, 7, Russell Wilson, 6, Brady, 5, Aaron Rodgers, four. Burrow, three. Bills Allen, two. And Mahomes, one. That's my top quarterbacks for 2022 going into the season. Murray at seven is an abomination. (laughs) I got Kyler Murray at seven. Yep. 46-1, baby. Well, think of this for a second. Okay. What was Arizona before he showed up? It was a zest pool. That's why Burroughs high. What was Cincinnati? 
They're one of those death spiral places. Yeah, the reason I have him lower, Xander, is he's coming off an injury. Lamar Jackson. See how he puts it together here. He missed all half of last year. Okay. He was banged up last year. And Tyler Hundley had to finish the season. And I think he played the last eight games of the year. So that's why he's low. I got Brady only at, I got Brady down at five. It just seems chaotic this year, doesn't it, in Tampa? Coach change, injuries in the old line. The whole team, you know, I don't know where, you know, it's Brady. He'll probably elevate him again to a Super Bowl. Okay. Rodgers, because of the loss, and I give it to you, of Devontae Adams, they're a little bit light in the Y and Z positions. But he's going to be in the top five. <clears throat> and by the way, if you're in the top five, you, you, you could put these guys' names in a hat and pick one out and you'd be all right with it, right? Allen, Mahomes, Burrow, Rodgers, or Brady. You're okay there, right? Watch this. Well, Patrick Mahomes, I'll take Patrick Mahomes. Well, I'll take Tom Brady or Joe Burrow. I'm all right, right? We're good. We're good. That's right, all around. I just explained to you the reason he's low on the list going in. Because unlike you, guy, I don't put potential ahead of reality. He missed eight games last year. But his potential is greater than Murray's. Yes. But I gauge you on what you've done and who you are, not what you think they're going to be. You're the guy that looks at a pumpkin and sees a carriage. Okay? I look at a pumpkin and see a pumpkin. Okay? That's what you are. You live in Alice in Wonderland and the rest of these places. I don't look at it like that. You, I see a pumpkin. You see a carriage. I see a frog. You see a prince. <laughs> I mean... That's reality, my friend. That's why you, some, this is a lit, again, and this, this actually goes like this. This is not, this is what I think they're coming off of and going into. Mahomes has been to numerous conference championship games. He's been to numerous, um, and numerous gigantic games. Of all the quarterbacks over the last five years, there's no doubt that Mahomes and Brady are probably your two most accomplished players. Brady got knocked out last year by the Rams. And the Rams actually beat the Buccaneers twice and handily in one of those games. The Rams owned the Bucs last year. It quite frankly really wasn't close until that playoff game in Tampa. And Stafford went on the road and beat Brady in his own building where they won the Super Bowl. I don't know, man. That says a lot to me. That says a lot to me about Stafford and what that Rams team has done. This is not about who the best player is. This is more of who do you think is the best guy going into this particular season here? It's not about resumes. Totally, it's not about resumes. But it's about where you are, what you've done, and who you, you know, who you really are as a, with, 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 with your resume. 
Chiefs finished third in the AFC West. That could be, Richie. That could be one injury or two injuries away in that division. The fourth place team. I mean, you could theoretically have four teams come out of the AFC West and go to the playoffs. They're that talented. The fourth team may not make it to the playoffs and they may win 11 ball games this year. Okay. You know, Slasher, I don't believe in Hollywood Brown either. I thought he was a dude there. And we're going to find out in Arizona. I'm with you. I, I think he's just a dude. Okay. I'm with you. I, I you know, I, I look at, I look at Josh Allen. There's a lot of pressure on that kid too. All right. A little bit on, as we close up here, a little bit on what I want to see by the Eagles going into this final exhibition game against the Dolphins. Here's what I want to see. Effort. Finish it off. Don't start something and end like shit. And because it's hot, personally, I don't think this has been a very good week for the Eagles practicing. I don't think they've had a good week. Sorry, guys. I know that's not conventional to say in your town because you got a lot of cheerleaders in your town. But I don't think they've had a good week. I think they had a coach lying to the media people, telling them that Jalen had a great practice the other day, which wasn't true at all. They didn't really practice that well against the Dolphins in that organized team practice. Let's finish it off and have a better week and get ourselves ready for September 11th. I don't think it was a very good week. Okay? I don't. I do not think it was a good week. I would like to see the defense set the edges, play with a little – and look, I know it's the final exhibition game, so Jonathan Gannon will, will show you nothing. And he shouldn't. But just show me this, guys. Please show me effort. Just give us some effort. Okay? Just give us some effort. Finish it up. Play strong. And set the edges. And play strong at the point of attack. Nobody cares if you win. Nobody's caring if you win here. I love that big moose. I'm going to finish up with that. Moose. Moose buried my lead. And on offense, keep doing what you're doing. I think the offense has had a really good training camp. Okay? I think the offense has had a good training camp. I do. I think everybody is good. And that includes Jalen. I think Jalen's had a fine training camp. I don't think Jalen has done anything to make me think anything more or less. As a matter of fact, probably more. So I don't, I don't think they've – I think he's prepared. I think he's ready to rock. I do. I think A.J. Brown's ready to rock. I think Devontae's ready to rock. Let's get some health. I think the old line's ready to roll. I think the offense has really done a fine job. I do. I give them really high marks. We'll see. Now, you know, reality's going to come real fast here in September. But And I'm going to agree with you who put that out there. Cam Jurgens as the MVP of training camp. Boy, he's been – to me, he opened my eyes. I really like Jordan Davis too. I really liked Jordan Davis. I really did. I really was impressed with Jordan Davis. 
So if I had to pick an offensive defensive MVP, it would be Cam Jurgens and it would be um Jordan Davis. I, I'm Jordan needs to work on his conditioning a little bit more. Okay. But Cam Jurgens to me is one, and he's the offensive guy. And I would say this to you. I was really impressed with 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 Jordan. He looks like the part. I was concerned about that because his production at Georgia doesn't really equal his athletic ability. It just doesn't. His production doesn't. I mean, 28 tackles, 30 tackles, nine sacks in 43 games. Doesn't really spell well to who he is and what he is. But I think he's going to have better numbers, and I think he'll be – watch this. You ready for this? I think he's going to be more productive in the NFL than he was in college. If he can keep himself in shape, okay? Hey, Moose, Deion Kane had a great camp. He's made it difficult now for them not to let him stay on the football team and for them to at least put him on the practice squad. And it's probably made it harder for them to have to cut Jalen Rager if they do. They have to get down to 53 by next Tuesday. So Kaiser White, too. Yep, Kaiser played really well. Um, Hassan Reddick probably just getting himself like a professional. You know, sometimes when you don't hear these guys' names, they're in a routine and they're getting themselves ready for the regular season. So I wouldn't sit there and, and think too much if I haven't heard Fletcher. Like, nobody's heard Fletcher Cox's name, right? Nobody's heard his name at all. Nobody has heard him say or do anything. So, yeah, I mean, look, I would – if I were to give the grade for a training camp this year for the um, for the Eagles, I would say they had a B training camp. That's okay. They had a B training camp. I think they had an A offseason by accumulating talent and putting the roster together. So get this. You put an A roster together. You had a B training camp. And that could result in really a great season. Howie did his job. Howie's the star of the offseason. Howie has been the star of the offseason, okay? He has been, there is no doubt, okay? Okay? It's completely. Because here's the deal now. As you go into the final exhibition season, this is what Howie does. Nick, here's my team. Here's my team. Coach it. Only so much the guy can do. Okay? Only so much the guy can do. Howie Roseman gets a massive A for the offseason. He really does. He built himself a good-looking foot. I'm impressed. Top three rosters in the entire National Football League, to say the least. All right. Should be interesting. We'll be watching. And by the way, be watching my Twitter page because I'm going to tweet this thing out about Lamar Jackson. You got to talk to his mom. (sighs) Sometimes, man, the Big Sill Show, National Football Show, man. Unbelievable. Xander, great stuff as always. You guys have yourself a spectacular weekend. I can't wait to talk Monday. We'll be all wrapped up in the exhibition season. Player countdown is on Thursday when it comes to final cuts and get down to the 53-man roster. Have a blessed weekend. We really appreciate you guys. Thank you so much. Hit the like button. Sandra, thank you. We shall see you on the flip side.